Hey, all you Jonah Raging Alcoholics. This episode of Jonah Radio is brought to you by BlueCollarDistro.com. If you want some Jonah Radio shirts that look like Bad Brains, Mud Honey, or Dio shirts, head on down to BlueCollarDistro.com and don't tell those bands to sue us. Also, tune into Comedy Central Wednesday, July 23rd for the premiere of The Meltdown with Jonah Kumel, where our guests are Anchorman and Cheap Thrills' David Keckner, Neil Brennan from Chappelle's Show, Sarah Silverman Program's Steve Agee, TV's Moshe Kasher, and as always, some surprise guests. It's on Wednesday night after At Midnight, which that night, myself, Kumel Nanjiani, and Emily Gordon will be the guests on. Bands on this episode include The Manx, Man Man, and a new song from Don't Stop or We'll Die. Also filling in for Cash Hartzell is Tony Thaxton, formerly of Motion City Soundtrack and currently of the holiday-themed podcast Felice Nobby Pod. Big show today. We have my childhood hero, Weird Al Yankovic, and also one of my best buds, Chris Big C Hardwick. Be sure to follow Jonah Radio on Twitter and now on Instagram, and check all previous episodes and track listings on Nerdist.com, and be sure to support music in any way you can. Thanks a lot, and enjoy the show. Here's another intro. Now entering Nerdist.com. All right. Boom. All right. This is Jonah Radio. Here's our theme song by Andrew Jackson Jihad. I was looking on Bing for a sweet-ass podcast, and then I found it. I was looking on Bing, and I found a show called Jonah Radio. With Cash Hearts, Neil Mahoney, and Jonah. Sometimes his brother Adam, <laughs> with special guests, interviews, soundboard drops, and music news, and bands you've never heard of, bands you'll never hear of. Dio can't make it because he's making a skin suit. Dio can't make it. Dio can't make it because he's playing a skin flute. Dio can't make it. Jonah Ray Dio can't make it because he is too busy watching the World Cup. Three weeks running now. Three weeks running. He's been watching. The, he's a big <laughs> soccer fan. That Dio, that Ronnie James, um, uh, filling in for Cash Hartzell is uh, is Tony Thaxon from Motion City Soundtrack. Tony, say hello. I'm not from Motion City Soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I messed up. You have to do that thing like X. That's what uh, you would see uh, in a X members of. That's a big punk rock flyer thing. X members of Motion City Soundtrack. So yeah. you're here. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, thanks for, for having me. Thanks for Glad filling to be in. Here. We'll get to, we'll get to the absence of cash in a bit. Uh, my brother Adam is here. Adam, be interesting. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Par for the course. Neil Mahoney on the sound drops. Neil Mahoney. Hi. All right. And our guest, what a very special episode. I'm almost glad Cash isn't here because it would just ruin it for me. Um, I, have, I have a very, very, very special guest. My dog Ruby is here. Hello, Ruby. And uh, of course, uh, uh, a guy I've been listening to play uh, good old rock and roll since I was a kid. Please, everybody, welcome Mr. Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, thank you. Oh, please sit down, you guys. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, oh, too much. Wow. Oh, what's happening? Oh, it's, it's incredible. Where did all these people come from? Oh, much better. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, thank you so much for coming. Well, well, I was sort of obligated. I mean, you know, my, my record label. I know, seriously, my record label said, okay, you got a new album coming out. Uh, you got to do Jonah Radio. Yes. Said, they, and they basically wrapped the whole marketing plan around this appearance. So the pressure is a little bit on tonight. So I am the hit maker. The hit maker. <laughs> the king maker. Yeah, I'm known for playing a record and just talking over it. <laughs> Hitting the post. Yes. <laughs> Wolfman Jonah. <laughs> Wolfman, Wolfman, Jack in a Box is what they, they call me. Uh, also joining us, a uh, dear old friend of mine. You can see him every night of the week on television. He is, uh, he is my buddy, my pal, Mr. Uh, oh, shit. Chad. Chad. Hard. Chris Hardwick. Chris hey. Hardwick. Hey. Podcasts are dumb. <laughs> oh. 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 People really... Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> oh no, I've ruined my. Yeah. I just ruined my fart record. <laughs> Damn it! Scratched again. That would be hard to like if it was just a, a vinyl record full of farts. It'd be hard to tell when it's skipping. Okay. <laughs> is, there, is there any kind of digital uh, co- correspondence to the, the vinyl scratch for like movie moments or what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like pregnant, and then a dog goes like a, huh? a CD digitally skipping or something. I've got it. Yeah, I've got look. it. Say, say a weird joke, and, um, then, uh, and then I'll do the I'll do the current uh, sound effect for that. Okay, uh, you guys, she's pregnant. Buffering. <laughs> <laughs> oh no wouldn't it be uh, what's the noise I wish I knew how to make burp. the noise alright yeah uh, you know burp. yeah Eugene Cordero Eugene Cordero did a really funny thing he did a uh, a prank at a TED talk where he uh, was uh, introducing this thing at a TED talk and then his uh, his uh, PowerPoint presentation started getting the spinning ball, uh-huh. you know, the little spinning uh, what ball. Yeah. Pin- pinwheel. Pinwheel. Yeah, yeah. and then like uh, it's like it started messing up and it was making the noises and everyone kind of starts laughing at him. He's like, "Oh no, this isn't the way it's supposed to be," which is kind of a real reveal of the people at TED Talks, <laughs> so ready to just destroy <laughs> this guy. Look at him; his presentation's failing. Yeah. Let's laugh at him. Uh, but then like it, the all the, me- the all the sounds coming from like the it started making a beat. And like it started kind of getting real rhythmic, and then more music started coming in, more things started happening on the screen, and then uh, a bunch of uh, 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 was it uh, beach balls, like the color beach balls, started <laughs> like just falling from oh, the ceiling, cool. <laughs> and then people in like uh, rainbow colors with uh, spinning rainbow, uh, spinning rainbow uh, umbrellas, started, like walking down, and everyone was doing it to oh, the. That beat. was a really Great. good improv to get out of that. Wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's handy. Yeah. It was really good just in case. Yeah. Just in case, <laughs> <laughs> I only got one gig of RAM in this computer. I'm running the PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> if the umbrella's ready, we're having problems. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm not too good at PowerPoint, so I'm going to spend about thirty thousand dollars just in case. How many pre- in the wings? How many presentations did he end and went like, all right, get the beach balls down. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris, he wasn't one really giving well. a presentation. Wait, what? He wasn't really giving a presentation. It was all, oh. it was all, it was all a goof. Did Ted like it? <laughs> Ted? Yeah, the... Did he get to talk? Yeah. No, no, no. That's the weirdest part about Ted <laughs> <What>? Talks. <laughs> you never see Ted. Yeah. It's the it's scarier when you don't know what he's saying. Uh, but he was a, he's a really funny te- bear that um, <laughs> has, sounds a lot like Seth MacFarlane. That's, that's a cartoon, right? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Good for you, Seth. 
Association, Chris. I wonder if they made. <laughs> well, no, because the audience for that movie probably mostly wouldn't know what TED Talks were, but they could have. They could have totally. <laughs> Wait, that, that sounded like a real mean bad. Yeah. <laughs> but let's be honest. I uh, really take it down the McFarland fans. <laughs> well, Seth Woods, that's a very smart guy, but I just mean like they. I wonder if they had, could have done some parallel type of a campaign where they made it like a TED Talk. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah, TED yeah. Talks. That would have been some good advertising. Maybe for the sequel. Maybe for the sequel. Maybe for the squeakle. The oh, <laughs> oh. the two is all right. We'll take a break with a song. Um, <laughs> this uh, um, some uh, some guys uh, from the uh, LA comedy scene have a great band called Don't Stop or We'll Die. It consists of Michael Cassidy on uh, piano, Paul Rust on bass, and uh, Harris Whittles on drums. And they just released a new album today, and uh, it's called Gorgeous. Here's a song called Lisa. Enjoy it. Once it starts playing, play here instead. Here is the song, and it starts like this now. Okay. Call radio. Yes. We're gonna die. No, no, no! Don't. don't they, they can keep going. This, uh, this, uh, we can, we'll keep going, so they won't die. They can stop. <laughs> They're the ones that can. Don't stop. With, is, is a is a cautionary tale to us. Oh, does Ted yeah, like I, that? I get it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me let me ramble through that some more. If I stop believing in them, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Al, I'm really glad you're here because it, it really took uh, getting you know. Uh, uh, just a, a monolith in the uh, entertainment world like yourself to have one of my closest friends finally come to my house. Yeah, it's a, it's a really, I wouldn't have come here otherwise if you weren't here. You're drawn to monoliths, Chris. I, I really am. Yes, just like in 2001. Yes. Did you just make a fart noise? No, no. Uh, uh, Neil popped in one of these. 
What if you're like, no, I just accidentally farted. <laughs> no, no. I usually get real angry when he puts that in this podcast, and I won't today. It's <laughs> <laughs> so nice. But anyway, Al. Jonah thinks it confuses people. <laughs> I think, no, I don't think it confuses people. <laughs> they think it's it starting gets, over. It goes against my whole counterculture thing, you know? <laughs> Rebelling against my friend. I'm super punk, man. Um, it's, uh, it's... <laughs> you got that? You still doing some more? I'll do it a few more times. All right, sounds good. Um, Al, you got a you got a new album coming out. I do, and that's very exciting. Look, I'm excited. Look what? how excited I am. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. No one can see how excited you are. If you can see it in my eyes, you can look into the soul. You're dead left on my eyeballs right I am. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going to be some good. Bill Tackett's going to have us. So we got this guy, Bill Tackett, the fretboard. Uh, listens to it, takes little drops from the thing, so we can put it on the soundboard. So if you have any weird things you want to say, either of you, please. Oh! Yeah, we don't need Diamond James. Oh, no shit. Funny to have a soundboard. Oh, yes. Soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> Your rendition, just yeah. like soundboard covers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, give give uh, give him some more. Uh, like the, when, when I was a kid, my my parents liked uh, uh, Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass, but we couldn't afford the brand name one. So we, I re- I looked at my old LPs from childhood. The title was That Band from Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the knockoff. Yeah. It's like the five, it was like a five LP set of like I thought we were listening to Herb Alpert. No, it was that band from Tijuana. That w- oh, that's geez. the cereal bag at the bottom of the cereal oh, aisle, yeah. like under Cheerios. Yeah. That's like it's like it's honey honey circles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the fucking bag. And it's just an ant instead of a bee. That's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, because I guess they must have figured like this Herb Alpert's pretty big. How hard is it to do Who, this? Who's not, they don't have videos out. No, who's gonna know? Who's yeah. gonna know? Yeah. We'll trick people. Is it were they cheaper? I, they, I would have to assume because, like, my, my folks, folks shop for records, records at Pick and Save. Oh, so. nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. It's a, you know, people used to be able to buy records kind of anywhere. They had oh, them at drugstores. Yeah. And it's, uh, it seems like it's come back because uh, Whole Foods now you can buy vinyl records I was, at Whole Foods. Really? Yeah. What? There's a whole, like, like mini record store of vinyl records no at the Whole Foods. Foods. Yeah. It's made out of kale that you yes. can also yeah. 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 They're all it's, it's recycled kale <laughs> that they're able to do. And all the records, the record are is just, green. it's all just Arcade Fire. That's the only <laughs> records they sell. And John Cale. Then John Cale. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Deal Ah, oh, shit. That was amazing. <laughs> Sorry. I, um, I saw uh, John Cale once at the Key Club, and it was one of the most boring shows I'd really? ever seen. And I was like excited because I had heard some of his uh, like solo stuff, and I was like, it's really good. But he was really into a bit just being, being uh, experimental, I guess, uh-huh. at this time. And it was literally just bleeps and bloops as he just turned knobs uh, it was just tones. It was just all tones and bleeps and bloops and it was soundboard weird. stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> hey, can, Neil, oh, give, him, give him some other uh, some stuff. So we, I want to get covers. I don't want to okay. The let's do the covers. Yeah, yeah. Cover version. <laughs> what was that again? Sorry. <laughs> Holy butter! Holy <laughs> You got one? Um, I don't know. What's another one on there? Um, some of these are kind Swift. of offensive. We're getting the band back together, man. Oh, no, we're not. We're getting the band back together again. Oh, it's not happening again. We're doing it this time. Oh, no, not this time. Uh, Neil, you got any? When the pressure's on, Neil crumbles. Yep. Nothing. Well, no, there's just like a there's bunch so of There's so many of like... buttons on that thing. 
Yeah, but Cash set it up, and it's not great. Okay, yeah, but you're the one that uses it. Like we said, Cash is not around. Um, Cash also was scared of being <laughs> here because he messed up something for you. What? Yeah. What? Are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> what? Oh, now I have to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a big cover-up. No, no, he's the. I wouldn't allow Cash to be here. Cash was the uh, uh, producer on the uh, Comedy Week thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, can, can I can I tell that story? It was, it was like I, I was part of the uh, YouTube Comedy Week. It was like the last concert. It was a really cool show. I had Reggie Watts. I uh, had a, a lot of really cool people. And I I was the end of the show. And I did "Want to Be Your Lover," which is one of the few things I can do without my band because I can do it to track and still like go out in the audience and molest women and have fun with it. <laughs> and it's it's, it's, it's live. It's live on YouTube. And I'm halfway through the song. I'm in the audience. I'm humping somebody, having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? As you do. And and the track stops. Just plain old stops. And I keep singing, hoping that the track that maybe it's just my ears because I'm wearing in ear monitors. I'm hoping, yeah. maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just not hearing the track, and it'll come on right and right and sync. And then the song starts over. No. <laughs> At which point I said. Banana. Thank you. Good night. No. And ran off the stage. Ooh. Ran off the woman. You ran off the woman. I dismounted. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no way to gracefully get out of that. Yeah, mid thrust. You're like, all right, yeah. I'm that, done. That's, that's the whole problem with the, uh, you know, singing to track. Because if something yeah. like that happens, yeah. which it hardly ever does, but it did happen to that time. Yeah, to be yeah. fair. Cash was not operating the board. He was just the producer. Right. Yes. So he, even though it wasn't technically his fault, he emotionally assumed full responsibility okay. yeah. as the producer. And sure. So, uh, but you he... you got to know something about the curse of Cash. <laughs> Cash, as much as he means for the best to happen for everybody, he's such a nice guy. He's one of the nicest guys I know. Uh, I don't know much about his personal life, and I think he might be a creep. But for his, for, as far as service level, knowing the guy over 10 years, I think he's a really good dude. Um, but he has real bad luck with things. He, um, we had, a, uh, we had a, a band come, and uh, uh, Andrew Jackson Jihad came on the show, really good friends of us, really good band. They're not from in town. They're from out of town. They were on tour. They they're made from it. all and sorts yeah. of other, other yeah. different places. Well, they're all from all over the country, and they're on tour, and they happen to be in town. What, what luck that we, had to, we got to do it. Uh, half of the episode gone. <laughs> oh, really? I half didn't know that. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, first people half. keep on asking why it hasn't gone up. Half the episode is gone, yeah. and we don't know like if we should just put out the really drunken second half wow. where there's no <laughs> intros. You won't know. It's going to just like start up, and everyone going like, ah. <laughs> anyway, oh, call back. <laughs> but just my image of Cash is that most of the time... Butter? He, I don't think he's a creep, because I think most of the time he's sitting at home Doing basically just repeating the part of the Chris Farley show where he's like stupid, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that, has to, that has happened to me more times than I care to admit. Like I would do a whole. Well, act, it happened with you, Chris. Remember, I was supposed to be the first Nerdist podcast. Our whole thing at the Cobb Theater oh, for Sketchfest. Yes. Whoa! And, and at the end, we're like, "So where's the tape?" And like, was somebody supposed to be recording? It? Oh, that was so oh. heartbreaking because it was a. It was such a. Well, I mean, you came on anyway, and we still did great a great oh, podcast. Oh, it was great. But, but having, yeah, at Sketchfest, I just stupidly assumed, because they usually tape all their shows. Yeah. And because yeah. it, it was the first time I had, you were the first time we ever did like um, a live remote one somewhere. Yeah. And uh, and afterwards, they were like, oh, yeah. You're, I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, so then you have to, you know, 
you gotta make that call. You're like, remember that? Remember all that time? You yeah. He, gave me, when, you know how you don't have a lot of time, and well, then you give me your time. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, that's what that's what happened. We uh, uh an, um we did a show in Portland, and now it's like also you know, these are things that like the half of the episode that got lost is because like you know. Neil like accidentally like bumped the thing and it fell off, but like Cash didn't have batteries in it, so it just shut off right. when it got unplugged. You know things that could be avoided. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was the one instruction he gave me: is make sure this stays plugged in because there's no batteries. And then, uh, by we, the way, we, Cash is an ironic name. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, so well, now we, got, we have the thing away from Neil's foot, he so I think we're fine. Like he's a we're so talking. He's working on epic time right now. He does like there's a lot of stuff, but he has this history of stuff where, uh, where you know we went to Portland. Yeah. We did live Jonah Radio in Portland. <laughs> I with my own money flew. Adam out. I flew uh, Michael Cronin uh, from San Francisco out. Like you know, we just we put a lot of effort into it. Um, it was a great show. Totally gone. It was <laughs> Hutch <laughs> from the Thermals was there. Like we had Lance Bangs. It was like it was just a great show. All of it gone. Uh, Cash also. I remember when he was living up in uh, Santa Cruz. He finally got a job as the guy who was going to start booking uh, the uh, VFW Hall. He got a job. Like you know, he like left LA for a bit. He got he got this job where he's going to like start bringing up comics. Like they're like they were going to give him money to bring up comics and bands. And he just got this really cool job in Santa Cruz. Um, and then a week into the job, the place gets condemned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but on the Portland show, in Cash's defense, like he turned it on, and then the guy running the sound for the the venue. Yes, pressed which it again. Like, and basically, guy, paused that was, it. That was yeah. por- that was the Portland version of Cash. Yeah, the well-meaning <laughs> yeah. guys like, oh, they they probably want this recorded. Pause. Yeah. Well, like, oh, we can work with this. We can work with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm suddenly feeling a lot less pressure tonight. No, no, no. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. it's only up from exceptionally here. Exceptionally low. Yeah. yeah. To start with you're you're in good shape, Tony. <laughs> All right. Oh man! As long as you don't shit in your hand, <laughs> I, I make no promises. Okay, <laughs> don't don't bring it up. Now it's out there. I was no. going to bring up the thing that I saw today, which looked like the link had already been clicked today. But Rolling Stone released Michael Jackson's twenty greatest videos and stories for each video, and I'm not 100 percent sure that I agree with their order. Oh, really? Is this something that you guys... Did you look like this up on my computer? One? Are you taking over my show? Well, Jonah, um, I just, I'm a natural Let's count them down. 20 to number one. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Great. There's videos and there's stories. I'm not Peanut Gallery. Jonah Radio. Peanut Gallery. Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Jonah Ray's a great sidekick on the Jonah Ray show. No, but uh, I, we don't have to talk about it, but if you want to talk about it at some point in the, the podcast... Oh, yeah, I'd love I was to. just curious to see... I was curious to know what everyone thought. No, we can get into that. It's uh, you know, that's a segment that we uh, on this podcast like to call music news. Jesus anymore. Christ, Neil! <laughs> who let the dogs out? Is that gone now? Who let the dogs out? Oh God! Uh, it's time for music news. Music news. Uh, it up. It's the time where we like to. This is a shitty song. Married. That's uh, I haven't seen a dog reaction in a trailer in a long time. I kind of <laughs> missed that. When are the Baja men coming back? <laughs> when are they coming back? They're probably just hanging out with Beanie Man. Yeah. Just taking their time. <laughs> and Yellow Man. And... and Yellow Man? No, Yellow Man never had like I a still, huge... I feel like they still haven't gotten over Louis Vega. <laughs> no. That's right. He's gone, right? He's not. He's trying, yeah. trying different combos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, Neil. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Neil, man. Oh, God. This is the noise. <laughs> Talk about someone who died. <laughs> <laughs> you 
the best way to do trivialize that. You know, we recently lost Shirley Temple Black. No, no, do the Pac-Man one. Do the Pac-Man one. Okay. Who's defying expectations, Chris? Who else? Who else? Casey Kasem. Oh, oh, well, Casey Kasem just passed this last weekend. That's so wrong. Casey Kasem. Oh. Did you know Casey Kasem? I, I met him a few times, yeah. What was he like as a guy? You know, I, I didn't, we didn't go bowling. I didn't know him like super <laughs> well. But I mean, I was on his uh, his uh, top 10 show and a few, it was, that was like, you know, that was like it. If, if you got to hear him back announce your name, you know, you made it. Cause I used to watch American Top, listen to American Top 40 like every week. And that was like, that was it. That was like, you've made it if Casey Kasem's talking about you on American Top 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny. Uh, I was like, Stern was talking about how it's like, it's like, it's like, why is the guy so renowned? All he did was happen to have a show where he counted down. The people didn't care about him. They cared about knowing what the top ten songs were. <laughs> right, in the right. Yeah. But yeah. there's something about there's, there's something a, about there's something about there's a certain type of host that people get very comfortable with. And they're here basically, we go. Yes, Chris. Very people are very comfortable. <laughs> I know with a lot about this. <laughs> I'm a really good one. No, but but there's a certain type of host, and and Trebek is one of these guys too, where they're just they're a really friendly traffic cop, and they don't get in the way of the material, but they just manage to service the material at the right level, and people just get very comfortable with those people. Hey, yeah. Have you have you heard the tapes of uh, Casey Kasem losing it? Of course. Yes. Yeah. But he's Legendary. not wrong. He's not wrong he's in not that wrong. situation. No. And the fact that he gave a shit about his show that much was yeah. like, oh, that's why it was probably pretty prop. I wonder if he ever got yeah. Don on the phone. That's what he says the whole time. Get Don on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, music news. Uh, so, Bregman. Um, <laughs> so we got we got some music news, um, and uh, we got some jokes submitted, and here they are. Make me laugh, Jonah. Okay, <laughs> shit. Um, at an auction at Sotheby's? I've never known how to Sotheby's. say Sotheby's. Sotheby's. Yeah. At an auction at Sotheby's this week, a handwritten draft of Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone sold for a record $2 million. What? The anonymous buyer later admitted to regretting the purchase after he learned about the existence of Lyrics.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta know. I gotta know. Um... <laughs> Amnesty International has apologized to Iggy Pop for using a photo of his face in an anti-torture campaign without his permission. In a related story, Farmer John Sausages has also apologized to the singer for using an uncredited photo of his dick. (laughs) Jesus Christ! That can't be a true story. (laughs) Totally true story. (laughs) These are all true. They're they're, they're, they're right there. They're in the news. It's on the internet. Okay. Um, Also, here's, uh, here's something that's really interesting. Uh, wh- what are what do these things have in common? Flaming Lips, mm-hmm. Moby, Miley Cyrus. Ooh, I would say me- all musical artists of some sort. I, <laughs> I would have to agree. I mean, I don't see any other possible connection between those three entities. They've all at one point stuck their tongue out on stage. They did a cover together of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Why? I don't know. Why? There's never been a bigger why in music. Is this what we're listening to right now? This is it. And here's the thing, Miley Cyrus, pretty good. She's good. (laughs) She can sing. She can sing. There you go. Listen to her. Okay. Is that her or Wayne? (laughs) (laughs) No, she's the literal flaming lips. Ah, yeah. yeah. Somebody calls you, you answer. 
It's, it's a lower register than Wayne. Is, is that is that a live performance or is that a what is that? That's a re- they, they recorded they that. They recorded that. Yeah, yeah. They put it on tape. On, on tape? No, yeah, it's the put, new medium. It's down on wax there, <laughs> Al. Um, so yeah, that's well, I found that very Yeah, it's really it's really weird. It's uh You've you've collaborated with Ben Folds. Uh huh. Is that like one of the like? What are some other? Have you done other collaborations? Uh, collabos. Uh, collabos. <laughs> my least favorite. Thing. I worked with a guy. I worked with a guy uh, at an uh, animation place. Uh, uh, oh, that, well, that was a running joke with Josh Forbrock. Yeah, so. yeah. Because I like I, I the thing is he was he said it. I think the thing though is he said it once and everyone made fun of him. Uh huh. And so he felt he needed to keep on saying it to 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 prove to everybody it was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> that was the thing. Yeah. Like one time he came in wearing like a. Like a Kangol hat, and everyone made fun of him, and then he just kept wearing it. Right. He was like, "He's like, isn't this so dumb? I'm wearing the Kangol hat." <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you did a collabo with him, but that was a, that was more of an animation thing. I did for the uh, ringtone video. Yes, ringtone, yeah. exactly. But uh, so you, you worked with Ben Folds, uh-huh. and we, uh huh. We I directed a video for him, and uh, he uh, 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 played piano on one of one of my songs, and I sang background on one of his songs. We we were going back and forth. That's right. yeah. You know what? Also. You you uh, you directed that Hanson video. I did. That was f- awesome. I remember that, that was a really good video. I got to work with a uh, Gloria Stewart from Titanic and uh, yeah yeah that's right. Yeah, it was fun. It yeah. was fun. That was a good. Video. It was. Uh, yeah, they, I, we've, I've become you know friends with the guys over the years and uh, but I remember at, at that time you know uh, they were all still pretty young. Zach was like I don't know eleven twelve years old <laughs> and I just yeah. remember that you know he was wandering around the set and like the grips didn't care who they were like get out here for those cards <laughs> get out there <laughs> superstar get out there superstar. <laughs> um, so uh, let's go to the uh, Chris. You're upset about this. Michael Jackson video I don't know if countdown. I'm upset about it. I, I feel you know. I you was brought just, it up. I didn't mean I was upset. I can. What's your beef, Chris? Yeah. yeah. What's your beef? Welcome <laughs> to what's your beef? <laughs> this is a new Chris's beef corner. Oh, here we go. Michael Jackson twenty greatest videos. We'll see about this shit. <laughs> oh, God damn it! Turns out he just has twenty music videos. That was the thing. Who? Someone put out like uh, the hundred. Oh, it was like yeah. There was a collection uh, or some website did a. Uh, Nirvana's 100 Greatest Songs. And I was like, what is it, all of them? Yeah. Yes. yeah no shit. <laughs> Many. In order. So uh, Rolling Stone, the 20 greatest videos in, in, in what they believe is their order. Uh, number 20, Jam. Would that, you... Was that... Was that the one with Macaulay Culkin? Or Isn't that, that was Stomp? Black no, or White? No, that was Black and no, White. Okay. And George Wendt. Is, is Jam, yes. though... Is that with Janet? Nope. No, no Scream. Scream. No, Scream. Scream. Jam okay. is... Uh, it ain't too yeah, much I remember jam. the song. I think Heavy D is in it. Did he oh, say No Boys? Too much jam? <laughs> Having too much jam? <laughs> too much jam. <laughs> yeah. Al, if you want to write it down. There was a rap breakdown with the Fat Boys? Uh, it was not. Okay. Scream was a $7 million video. I remember Seven million. That. Rock Romantic directed it. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That actually rates very high on their list. It should. So 20 was jam. <laughs> 20 was like the one with Michael Jordan. Where they were in a warehouse and like oh, like yeah. Michael like one of oh, the Michaels oh, kicks yeah, okay, a basketball okay. yeah. into the basketballing hoop. Right. You know, here's the weird thing about Michael Jackson: biggest pop star in the world still felt the need to get like fresh young talent in all his videos. Right. <laughs> give me that John Landis. Give me that Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. I don't understand why we get that. I'm Michael trying to Jordan. explain to Neil to do the Pac-Man thing because Michael oh. Jackson's dead. And he... oh, okay. No, yeah. don't even like, try to put any logic into how he does it or what he does. Soundboard is my art. <laughs> it's the worst ever. So Michael Jackson. All right. So uh, number count them down. Count them down. Oh yeah. Coming in at number nineteen out of a goddamn up tempo song. 
uh, "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough," which looks like it was just a performance on a uh, yeah on a on a on a show like a Top of the Pops kind right. of show. But I don't. Does know. his hair catch on fire in that one too? No, that was just the <laughs> Pepsi video. <laughs> I thought it sounded like counted the video. If he just like did something live and some, somebody recorded it on their VCR. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't he make a video for that? Or was that just uh, Rock With You? Or what, what am I thinking of? Um, I think you're thinking of Rock you're, With You. That's yeah. what you're thinking of. I know yeah. what you're thinking. <laughs> okay. That's Number 18, Remember the Time. Oh, with oh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Another yeah. example. He's, of... He spun around and turned into pixie dust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the sand. He in Egypt. That was oh, that collabo. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah, that, that, yeah that, Eddie Murphy was a pharaoh, and Michael Jackson was... Looks like was... someone doesn't remember the time. And, and had the, oh. the, the, the famous, right, uh, had the famous yeah. model in it, too. Uh, Iman. Uh, that was Kimmel. a video about Morris Day. No, no, no. Love the time. Remember? Remember Morris Day in the time. Remember the time. Nice. <laughs> um, okay, number 17. She's out of my life. Uh, which is basically just looks like a Sears portrait studio <laughs> uh, <laughs> much, yeah. picture. So I don't yeah. even know if that counts as a... And this is like... This is proto-Michael Jackson here. Like, this is really... Early, yeah, like um, first, first note. This is dial-up speed, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if that really counts as much of a music video though, because it's just him singing in profile to I'm himself. Not, I'm not gonna count it. Well, he's got to have more than 20 videos, and I can't believe that's on the list. Man in the Mirror, number 16. Okay. All right. Okay. Socially relevant. That's pretty uh-huh. deep, but that was like a super expensive video, too, wasn't it? Man in the Mirror? Yeah. I don't think it was that. Well, I think at the time they it's were all. It was all images, right? It was all just. Uh... They were all super expensive because right. the, the money was never going to stop flowing right. in the music business. Captain EO, number 15. Now, this is bullshit. What? What? That's not a music video. That is not a music video. Well, that's um, an epic space tale. <laughs> <laughs> They've shown they have the full movie on here, which uh, which does not really. That was hold all up. an excuse for Michael Jackson to be able movie. to say, "We're going in." Nailed <laughs> <laughs> it. I think you're beautiful on the inside, but without a key to unlock it. The best thing in that was this little uh, furry uh, right, right. buddy. No, no the you best think... thing about that is that Doug Benson is yeah, a dancer. Doug Benson. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Doug Benson is, is a dancer true? in that video. Yeah. 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 They needed more dancers at the end because they were way over budget. So Doug, I don't know how he happened to be there, but at the very end when they're doing, you know, just another part of me, like Doug's in the big group dancing. He's just buried. And he was not a dancer, yeah. but they just were like, just move. Yeah. So he's in there. Wow. Well, he's in a bunch wow. of, like, you know, his hand is in uh, uh, Blade Runner, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Uh, yeah, he's, really? he's, he's, he's in Blade, Blade Runner. In Blade Runner, yeah. he's in. Uh, yeah. What? He just like would be I extra. Think Fast Times also. Like, what is this thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's in Eternal. Uh, also, Ron Jeremy in a bu- extra in a in bunch a of Ghostbusters. In Ghostbusters. He's oh. in the crowd scene at the end. He's uh, he's he. He had was a, had a, be, he was obsessed with just being around stuff all the time, yeah. and he he gave himself narcolepsy from never wanting to go to sleep. He would just fly to where it was daytime and start hanging out with people again. It's real sad. Wow. Well, you think a guy who had that much sex would be so happy all the time? <laughs> <laughs> so hard to believe. Have to yeah. look at himself in the mirror, Chris. <laughs> I used to be able to reach you. I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, number fourteen. I don't. Don't give me the rim shot. I didn't do it. That you was, did that was do me. it. That, that was, was you. Me. Yeah. Right. I don't know this song. They don't care about. They don't care about us. 1996. Yeah. Oh. They, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do I? Um. Oh, your headphones on. I won't be able to play it. Okay. Um. Next. Say say have... say. Number thirteen. Love yeah. this video. Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. Paul yeah. McCartney, Michael Jackson, Linda McCartney, they're grifters, they're old-timey yeah. mm-hmm. grifters, and they go to Old West settings and do vaudeville and, yeah. and make money off. In reality, 
Michael wouldn't have lasted a moment with them in that old time. <laughs> that's true. That's true. No. But Michael Jackson, what I had forgotten because I watched this video today, uh, the woman that he is romantically linked to, Latoya Jackson, in this video. Oh, creepy. So the woman that he's hitting on, Latoya Jackson. Also worth mentioning, these are happier times because Michael bought all of Paul's publishing shortly thereafter. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, no, is that, did you do that, Jonah? Yeah, yeah. That was real good. Nailed it! Number 12. I knew Al was going to have some kind of fact. Like, somewhere around the side of hovering over. Those nasty, now who's the good host? Uh, well, you. That's, that <laughs> is. I'm good at it. You're I said it all the time. Yeah. Uh, can you feel it, Jackson? This is really kind of a Jackson Five video. Oh yeah, oh, the but victory it's, tour. Yeah, it's when they were. It's where they're basically like um, uh, dropping golden dust onto the cities. Do you know this song? Can you was feel that it? about the proliferation of crack into the ghettos of? <laughs> that was America? a subtext. Oh, okay, this, yeah. This, <laughs> this music video was a prequel to New Jack City. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah and a lot of people don't know that. Uh, but it's a great song. I do like the song. Can you feel it? It's good. And then because in the song, can you feel it? It, Michael, like, that's when he was really, like, he was at the top. He was kind of at the top of his game. Mm-hmm. And so when there, when the rest of the Jacksons are singing and then Michael's part comes in, he, he just fucking levels everyone else in the song. Right. Where it's just like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the closet. Oh, the R. Kelly, Michael Jackson debut. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. Uh, Herb Ritz directed this video, oh, but I don't really remember Herb, the video. Weird. Uh, 1992. He took all Her- of my Herberts. favorite uh, Vanity Fair photos. He did. Uh, who is it? I don't <laughs> know this song them. from 1995. Which was it? Was it called? It's called Who Is It? Oh, do you know this? What is it? What who is, is it, it, Jonah? What is it? Oh, I don't no, know. I, I vaguely it? remember this. Um, oh, well, who is it? <laughs> what is this? I don't. Okay, this is why you know this song. This is this is dangerous era, right? Ninety five. Yeah, this is a cheating the cheating song, right? Is this about yeah. cheating? Who is it? So no way that would be after dangerous. What was it? Was it a history? David Fincher directed this. Jesus. Who who is it? Wasn't that a David Byrne song as well? <laughs> <laughs> Black or white number ah, nine. Macaulay. Yeah. Um, J- uh, Chloe's dad, John Dykstra, did the effects for this, like all the morphing effects and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. That one, people Which, saw that for the first time, it blew their minds, and then two years later, it was like in every video. Yeah. People have all the movies were doing it. A million dollars per face transformation yeah. or some crazy <laughs> thing like that. Yeah, it was, it basically, it was, it was sort of like bullet time in the Matrix, like one time, and then everyone's like, bullet time! Yeah. 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 All you can do is just set up a bunch of cameras. Right, right. And then, yeah. <laughs> well, also, I remember this was during a time where... Uh, he premiered the music video on Fox. It was after right. The I feel Simpsons. Like it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you, like, do you still remember tuned. the rap breakdown? No, uh, it was a protection. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I bet you, I bet you, you, you remember it, and you don't know that you yeah, remember yeah. it. Places, Pre- no, no, not yet, not yet. I think it's a protection for gangs across the nation. Cosmic grief of accumulation. It's a turf war on a global scale. I'd rather hear both sides of the tale. You see, it's not about races, just places, faces. Where your blood comes from is where your face is. I seen the bright get duller. I'm not going to spend my life being a color. Nice job, guys. It was a huge deal because that was his first album since. <laughs> the entire the entire really? video, yeah. Did you hear this, John Ray? What's that? I did the entire video uh, on helium for LTV I, that w- I, against a track. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you had to keep on. Yeah, I, I, well, we recorded a little bit of time, but I take a big sip of helium. 
And then ended I think back and white with a whole song. How many? How many times did you? Have we to we had like a dozen helium balloons we brought into the editing bay, and I well, did the whole thing on helium. How? Wait, but how? <laughs> How was your brain after this? I was lightheaded. I was out passing out. I imagine you could start feeling sick after a while. A little bit, yeah. But it's for my art, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hey. laugh because I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> uh, black hair. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. George yeah, yeah. Wentz in the George beginning Wentz. of this. George Wentz. Wait, I'm trying Mac. to get to the part where you... Uh... It's uh, the kid from Pizza Underground, right? You're <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he's in. Oh, it where too. is it? Where, where? I wonder where it is. Where's, where's the black or white parody? Uh, is that, that, is, that is, that is it. Is that, it? I, I intercut a uh, Niedermeyer with a. Uh... <laughs> oh, this is it. <laughs> oh, this is it. You found it. Oh, I. <laughs> Al, Al, okay, Al. At this point, you've been a musician for 15 years. Professional musician for 15 years. You didn't know you could just pitch 15, it up. I was just around. <laughs> you just, just pitch it up. Uh, that would have been as fun. Yeah, that's true. But like, here's the thing: it's sucking down helium. It 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 makes your throat really cold, and you're like you're kind of you're thinking of liquid nitrogen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then you crack it. your whole throat. And your yeah, head exactly. Off. That is a living color sketch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember on David Letterman one night, uh, like a scientist came on and he did helium and then he did argon, which is like another noble gas uh, that you can inhale, but it makes your voice super deep. It was the most crazy oh, yeah, thing yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, I've seen that. That's really I did, weird. Uh, I know that argon. Well, that's where you do the argon for the rap breakdown, and then get you the argon balloon. <laughs> argon balloon. Stat. Have Number you guys... eight. Leave me alone. Huh? Can I? Can I say one quick thing about black or white? Yes. I, I... Wait. Hold on. Let's real quick. Do you mind? Real quick, guys. No. What, do, what do we Wait. think about just one more thing? Well, I don't one... know. I mean, you know, I feel like we had kind of moved on. I, I want to kind of put to Al because he's kind of like he's he's the special guest, and it's like really cool that you're here. I really Tony's appreciate. Not... It. I think we should maybe humor him, and then we can just cut it out later. Oh, that's a great Tony, come back in. Okay, guys, I, this just came to my attention literally last week. But we hadn't had, actually, you know, listen, not to be mean, but we oh, didn't actually say if oh, we were going to go back oh, to the one yeah, thing. So, Can yeah. you just give us one more second? Yeah, 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 yeah. We decided we were going to go A little pushy. Go I don't remember. Don't know. Pushy. I don't know. Yeah. Can, we, can we play the tape back? Yeah, yeah, can we play the tape back? Well, Tony's runs the tape. Oh, oh shit. Right. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, All right, well, let's, let's call him back in. Let's just right. do it. Tony. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. So, what's in your mind? Well... Before I forget, Here's the thing. we don't want to hear Oh, that's oh, all the time we have for Tony's so Corner. <laughs> We're on a tight schedule. <laughs> Tony's Corner. <laughs> Jeez, great. Corner. <laughs> I think you guys will like it. If you'll just give me a chance, oh, I think yeah. you'll like it. If you, if you have not seen, there is a live video of Michael Jackson playing Blacker. Because, you know, uh, Slash played the solo on that's it. That's right. Yeah. right. There is a live video where Slash is playing it with him on stage. But... He keeps playing, and Michael Jackson just gets mad at him and starts going, "Hey, really? Hey!" And, and at one point, and I, it's it, it seemed fake, and I was like, somebody like added this audio in, but then at one point, like security guys come out and try to push Slash away, and he starts kicking them. <laughs> yes. That sounds like. 
fake. That all sounds, like, sounds a like a bit. And, yeah. and then all the umbrellas come out and start swirling <laughs> around. Yeah. And then like but the Sandman or whoever comes out and tries yeah, to yeah, sweep yeah. them off. <laughs> 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 Chris Farley is a Sandman. <laughs> yeah. I think they maybe engineered that. Oh, Slash. Oh, Slash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's worth looking up, though. Number Just, eight. That sounds like classic Slash. If I know Slash. If you know Slash like I know Slash. So classic. Number eight. Yeah, That's great. Jim Blashfield directed that one. He he um, directed my video for Pancreas. Oh which, wow, which, which I liked, but I was thinking I was going to get like like Leave Me Alone kind of quality <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but I, but I was not paying a Michael Jackson money. So yeah, like, yeah. this style of video that Leave Me Alone was it's there, amazing. That style, but then also um, Talking Heads and she was was and the same. And that's also Jim Blashfield, oh. as well as the Paul Simon's uh, Graceland. Graceland. No, not Graceland. Or which one? The boy I, in the Bubble. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. That, that's all him. <laughs> um, oh, that's such a good song. It was a slow day, and the sun was beating on the soldiers by the side of the road. Commit to it, Chris. <laughs> 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 um, so leave me alone. Uh, number eight, number seven, beat it. Seven is beat it. Haven't heard of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now this was a parody of your song, if I'm not mistaken. It, it could very well have been at this <laughs> point. My memory was getting a little hazy. And then I thought I just put a bee in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like to eat food, but I like to be. <laughs> uh, this, the, you know, the, the amazing power of your of of your version of this is that. I to this day cannot listen to this song without drifting into the eat it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. It's crazy the way that works. It's weird though. This video though, it looks like a marshmallow heard the concept of tough and then tried to make a music video. <laughs> yeah. When I was in middle school, uh, I would encounter friends who were not in like the same part of the building as I was, like like others, you know, they were yeah. we were separated by whatever. But when we would encounter each other, we would like put our arms out and do like the beat it knife fight style, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> which it, it blended more into like West Side Story with like one sort of jab of the knife and then you would jump as high as you could. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. you know what um, that video that of your out of all of your videos they had like like the most kind of uh, Zucker Abrams like jokes and vibe to it. Well, that, that's because like back in uh, the uh, the time of beat it, I mean people were. Focused and, and obsessed with MTV. I mean, they knew every single detail yeah. of those videos. So you can't really do those kind of Zucker Brothers jokes unless you know you know very well what it's parodying. And and because people had seen Beat It a million times, yeah. right. all you had to do was tweak it a little bit. That's true. Yeah, Remember yeah. When people would watch the same video over and over again, not like now, where people will watch half a thing and they're like, "I got it, I got it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you wasted three minutes of my life. <laughs> yeah. I'll never get that back. <laughs> what are you gonna go do instead? Yeah. Just sit here. Yeah. I saw a music video and one of the comments was fake. I was like, "No shit." <laughs> fake? Yeah, fake. I was like, they're yeah. not really singing. Yeah, yeah then yeah, it looks like he's not. How could they get such good audio quality on that helicopter? <laughs> Being number seven. Number six, Rock With You, which is not a great video. No. It's basically no. Michael Jackson in a, in, a, in, a, in a disco ball onesie yeah. in front of a beam, splitter, a beam splitter and a laser. And like, how was that better than Beat It? How was I, I don't know. because it, this Rolling is, Stone. This is the only thing that happens in this video. This is the type of video that you could make in a mall. Like, uh-huh. it's, not, yeah. it's not a great video. Um, I feel like at this point, the, the, the reviewer's opinion of the songs is starting to affect <laughs> his opinions of the videos. Oh, that's very it's true. Like, that Beat it, overplayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it says you. that they, uh, 
It says that um, that the whole budget for this video was the laser, which he, the guy said he spent three thousand dollars on. Director Bruce Gowers, and they filmed it at a little stage in L.A. They and should have done it at a planetarium. Go to the Pink Floyd show. <laughs> <laughs> so I should have produced. I could have yeah. saved him some bucks. Yeah, Wednesday afternoon. No one's really there. No. Five smooth criminal. All right, that's a good oh, yeah. video because it had the lean. It's yeah. dancing. Remember when everybody it's started leaning like that? Had the and lean. He turns out he would click into uh, the um, floor, the stage, and then he, then he had that whole co promotion with lean cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> he was just trying to sell arcade cabinets uh -huh. for Moonwalker. Uh, Michael, Michael. Number four, Scream. Yeah, Scream, well, seven million. Great, best seven million dollars I ever spent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For a million dollars less, they made a Bionic Man. Dollars, <laughs> they made this. Now, video. Not, not to talk shop, but did uh, Mark Romanek get ten percent of that? Because that's a standard director deal. Seven hundred grand to to direct that video, possibly. But wow, what he, what I bet he got more. What he says is that. Um, they basically had two weeks to make to design and make the video and build everything and shoot the video. Oh, and so holy shit! That's why it was so expensive because they yeah. basically just had to build these these Kubrickian spacecraft. We'll just yeah. throw money at it yeah. <laughs> until yeah. we can't see what it is we're throwing money at anymore. Yeah. Did you ever work with Mark Romanek? He did some really amazing He's stuff. Amazing. He's an amazing. Perfect director. Drug was a great video. Oh, the Nine Inch Nails video. Yeah. His videos are gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Does uh, he have one of those um, those collections? Directors like label. I think he does. So. He does. I think so. Yeah. 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 Those are I like I remember when those came out. It was just the best, just the best like background while hanging out with your yeah. friends. Just like yeah. throw those on, and they were just. Yeah. He's one of a select handful, uh, handful of uh, music video directors that just made the greatest ever. Yeah. yeah. What did he? Has he? What does he? What did he go on to he, do? Well, he's doing features now. Yeah, but like what features? Um, gosh, I'm, I wish I Chris had my Chris seems IMDb to know everything. I wish I had a computer here. I could look up this kind of stuff. <laughs> let's see. Let's see who he he directed. Uh, oh wow, he directed the the in 1986. Wow. Uh, he directed. Okay, so these are some ones. Uh, Teenage fan club. What you do to me. He directed En Vogue in 1990. All right, Robin Hitchcock. Katie Lang, Constant Craving, <laughs> Free Your Mind. Lenny Kravitz, Are You Gonna Go My Way? Oh, great well, one. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. good video. Um, he directed. Which they used for the, 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 that was the inspiration of the Senate hearings in the uh, episode oh, one of Star Wars. <laughs> right. He also directed <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. He directed Closer, too, the Nine Inch Nails. That's Closer another. Like, that, oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. That video, Amazing. I remember when it came out, it was just like, what is this? It looks, it was like the closest a lot of us ever came to seeing a snuff film. Right. You know? yeah. it, was just, it was so <laughs> dark and dirty. Yeah. He directed Madonna's Bedtime Stories, that really crazy. And I think he might have also directed that one Madonna video where she turns into like those, the Dobert, like the dogs. Right. Oh, that that's oh, a new Frozen video. No, no, Frozen. That's not, no, not. It's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that dog it's, in the it's, house. What's my name? By Snoop Doggy uh, Dog. Scream. He directed Devil's Haircut, Perfect Drug. Nice. Uh, Fiona Apple's Criminal. Right. He directed Novocaine for the Soul. He directed. Um, Doesn't make you feel. He's a great. He directed great Hurt, the Johnny Cash video. Oh, oh right. Nice. That right. thing's made of great. tears. Yeah, uh, he yeah. directed 99 he made Problems. Trent cry. <laughs> yeah, 99 Problems. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, uh, wow. Okay. The Rick Rubin. Hey, wait. You know. Did you ever do. I don't think you, you ever did a Beck uh, parody. I not a straight on. Well, uh, did you do a style loser one? was loser polka, was on a right? polka medley. Yeah, loser and, was a polka medley. And um, uh, "Wanna Be Your Lover" is intended to sound like uh, Midnight Vultures era Beck. That's right. That's right. I remember thinking that, and uh, yeah, yeah, that fuck that record. I that love that Vultures. record. Yeah, that was that's so my cool. favorite Beck record. Yeah, it was like Beck doing Prince. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I remember because I saw him on the Mutations tour, and Mutations was one of my favorite albums. When that came out, it was just I was so blown away by it. Uh, and he did uh, Deborah uh, from Midnight Vultures, and it hadn't come out yet. But I was just 
like you know when you're just seeing someone you're like this this is the sexiest thing I've ever seen a guy do <laughs> like, like I didn't know how to handle it, it, was like, it was, and that and the album came out and it just it was like I think about like when I think about 1999 I think about Midnight Vultures mm-hmm. like it just kind of it was on all the time yeah yeah I, 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 Beck should be should have been bigger than he was I mean I, I, I looking back I think didn't he have like a bunch of number one albums and no he he was like popular but he never had like yeah. huge well that first yeah. that that that, that, that that um the second album right because the first album had loser on mellow yeah, gold mellow gold mellow. loser but the second one had like, odelay odelay yeah. odelay yeah. was the that one was the that hit. had because i worked at k-rock at the time it was and we dust played brothers right the shit yeah. out of oh yeah out of beck and it was just like hit Balls after hit after hit after hit after yeah. hit but i think he was one of those guys that just seemed like you know i'll just experiment and i think sometimes yeah because he did one foot in the grave i think after mellow gold. well that was part of his whole thing like he signed a major label deal but he also made sure that he also had a, an indie deal so he could like but here's my major label album and here's my little side project yeah because it was like that was with uh that was on, uh, one foot in the grave was k records i think right or calvin sure. johnson's label and yeah it's like he just seemed to really do what he wanted did you because you were in LA when he was like coming up, did you ever see him before he broke, or did you like? Did you uh, ever go to shows in LA? Yeah, I, I've seen Beck in, in concert. I, I don't think I've ever officially met Beck. I came, I came very close. I, I did a thing at GameWorks in Seattle where like all these celebs were flown in to like play like <laughs> video games, <laughs> and and um, I, th- I think Coolio might have been there at the time because I think I was like very carefully maneuvering around so I wasn't going to yeah, yeah. <laughs> bump yeah. into him. Really, like you know, in the end. You really won out in the Coolio Weird Al. Uh, um, just have you seen him lately? I don't want to dredge up old shit, but no, the but, dude's a fucking juggalo now. Oh uh, yeah, he's got the misspelled uh, tattoo. He does. He does, and he still is doing the hair, but his hair is going away. So oh, he just has the. Oh, buddy, Doesn't sound like a very fantastic voyage. Oh, well. <laughs> get on your big wheel, get out of here. All right, um, that's a salty he, banana. And it, and it, uh, I, he, he has said, I've seen him online in interviews saying that he made a mistake, getting that upset about the whole thing, and he feels feels bad and he apologizes. And, oh. and everything's things things have cooled down. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and there was a, there was also the thing that happened where you were on stage at a Iggy Azalea concert. That was that went around. Yeah, you know that was. Uh, uh, you know, I was having a tough time getting a phone calls returned from management, and I was trying to do an Iggy Azalea, Iggy Azalea parody on on the album, and we had a release date set. Uh, and if we didn't get her permission, like within the next couple of days, we we're gonna have to start pushing it back. And you know, we we had a lot of stuff lined up, so I had to get on a plane to Denver <laughs> and show up. And the promoter knew I was coming, so I was like, yeah. I was hanging out backstage, and I. Talked to uh, her road manager, or actually, they talked to her road manager and said, you know, Weird Al is here and would like to talk to uh, Iggy for just like, you know, 30 seconds. He's got to ask her something. And he's like, I'm sorry, uh, she's very busy. She has to get prepared. She has to get ready for her set. Like, yeah, that's over two hours away. I'll I'll just leave like 30 (laughs) seconds. Like, no, I'm afraid. No, now we're going to be playing the UK next month. Maybe you can try there. Jeez. Like, really? Seriously. And And all you need personally is like a verbal, like, I I just want to know it's okay. I just yeah. want to know are you are you fine with this? And uh, and I was just being totally shut out. And I was like, wow, this is really I, I this hasn't happened for a while. And yeah. <laughs> uh, and and finally, I just you know I, I hung by the side of the stage and I watched her perform. And she came off the same side of the stage where I was. And I thought, well, now's my chance. And I just said introduced myself and said, hey, uh, Weird Al, and I'd love to do a, a parody of uh, you know Fancy on my next album and. She said fine. And she is she's from Australia? Yes, yeah, she is. And did she like did she recognize you right away or you know, I, I don't usually start off my conversations with D 
do you know who I am? Oh, no. <laughs> so you know I, why I, I'm here. I don't. I don't know if she did or not. Uh, but she was very nice, and uh, and uh, I got her blessing. And, and somebody was there with a cell phone and sold the footage to TMZ. And yeah. and of course it was like Weird Al ambushes Iggy Azalea, <laughs> begs for permission, <laughs> begs. You know, that was like uh, uh, when at the meltdown one night when uh, Ron Williams like he just happened to be shopping, and then like we're like go up on stage, and he went up on stage and he did. Like ten minutes of just like solid, just joke, 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 joke. But like, uh, you know, there was a picture of it, and it went on TMZ, and the article of TMZ was like, Ron Williams once again bumping other comics to storm oh, the stage. Oh, he God. went on and on for a half an hour, and like it was like none of that wow. was. Yeah. yeah, I think one of them said like forty five minutes. Yeah, one place said forty five minutes, and like we had, we were just so bummed out because we're like, we want him to come back, we want him to feel safe there. Yeah, and just to say everyone's. Yeah, yeah. But, but now, now I know that asking respectfully and politely is. Begging, so yeah, that's yeah. Uh, good to know. Thank you, tabloid culture. Between uh, Robin Williams and us, is that if that were us, y- you and I, Jonah, would have gone on the TMZ comment thread and be like, <laughs> "Okay, here's what actually happened." <laughs> <laughs> and spent like seven hours, yeah, <laughs> trying to put out all yeah. the fires instead of just not giving a and shit. And then we would, right. the next time we would have saw each other, we would have had like an hour conversation about how we shouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that the only? Was that the only time that you like? Because I know with the uh, with smells like Nirvana, you called Victoria Jackson. Uh, uh, renowned liberal Victoria Jackson, <laughs> and um, and like you got her to get uh, Kurt on the phone. Right, right. Um, was like how much of that? How much of the hustle was yours uh, throughout your career? Well, um, not a lot. I mean, this th- these are exceptions to the rule. Usually, my peeps will talk to their peeps, and you know they'll uh, sorry really what, what, who. The marshmallow tree, Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hate those go, things. Yeah, cool, you know. But, but yeah, <laughs> I'm usually okay the, with it. Usually, the message will get through, and they'll hear it's me, and I've got a track record. And yeah, yeah. sure, fine, it's great. But every now and then, uh, my manager will say, "If you want it, it's on you, Al. Track them down. Wow, go wow. get them. Jeez." That's incredible. That's like what are some of the other times? Uh, I had to do that with uh, well, you mentioned Kurt Cobain. I had to yeah. do that with MC Hammer. Um, I oh, there's so, there's somebody. I, I the, the album isn't out yet, so I can't say who else is on the album. But oh, there's okay. somebody on this album who I was sort of getting that from, and I had to. I I had a friend who actually knew this artist's uh, personal email address, so I oh, actually yeah. emailed this person and couldn't have been nicer. Oh, nice. Been, I mean, it's, it's always the artists are usually almost always, without exception, super sweet, and the people around them are not always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's their that, job. Did that happen with Lady Gaga? That was exactly there. There is, in fact, the uh, another right. uh, yeah, I heard example. About that. That, uh, Lady yeah. Gaga was quite nice, and her manager not so much. Yeah. That's what they're paid for. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, they're except paid for your manager is like one of the nicest guys I've ever dealt with. <laughs> yeah. But don't don't you actually not legally have to do that? But you prefer to contact them and say, it, it, "Is this a, cool?" It's a great area. I mean, I, I could get away with it. I mean, certainly, mm-hmm. like the other million people doing parodies on YouTube aren't contacting yeah, right, right. you know Lady Gaga for permission. Uh, but I like to do everything ab- above board and and uh, you know make sure there's n- not going to be any drama. I just you know I don't want to be involved in a drive by. I just, you know, <laughs> yeah. Make sure everybody's cool with it. Oh man! Well, do you want to wrap up the, uh, the number three, Billy Jean? Number Billie three, Billy Jean. Uh huh. That's Which, the light up dance floor one. Yeah. Light up dance floor. Yeah, great video. Uh, but this you know this video was really like. Um, no wait. Is is that Billie Jean the yeah. light up? Yeah. Band? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With the lighted. Okay. That was, that was like the first the big yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson video on MTV, right? That was like. Was this this was before Beat It? I thought was that, it that was when MTV was going. Uh, there were black people. Yeah, that was yeah. What? Same year. 
<laughs> I, I feel like it, <laughs> this was the same year, I think. Beat it and um, yeah, but I think this was first. Billy Jean was first, first. Uh, and they played the shit out of yeah. it. Yeah. Because he just he did the crazy dancing that no one had. Yeah. Uh, he did the, the crazy dancing that that was, uh, the, that was the uh, inception number, of the moonwalk. Yeah, number two uh, is well, bad. Not the video. Number bad. two is bad, uh-huh. which no, so. I don't know if I would put that number two. But it wasn't a good video. Uh, it, was, it needed it, it, a the extended, fast suit. the extended video was like twenty minutes long. Remember the original one? It was like because yeah. they oh, always play yeah, the cut yeah. down version for MTV. That's but the, right. The whole thing was a big Martin Scorsese production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it went on for like twenty right. minutes. But he's not offered a ding dong in that version. He is not. <laughs> I just I want to know the the like was that in the script or was it a riff or just to keep on going? Oh, no, ding no. dong, yo, ding dong, that, that, ding that dong. Was, that was something that came up with late, with late at night, yo, ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> and I wrote it down. I thought this is important. <laughs> this this will transcend the generations. Right. You were right. <laughs> or like uh, usually late night uh, ideas. You look at the next yeah. morning, you're like, oh, okay. yeah. But me and my, is... me and my friends, we like, we loved that. Like, he just kept, like, just wouldn't stop. Ding dong, yo, yo, ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> and so we would do that sometimes. Where it's like, like, you know, just go on too long it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> the number one video is probably not that surprising. I'm gonna do a sound effect. I'm gonna be surprised. <laughs> you're, you're not actually. It's, it's gonna be the one that ever that you. This, it's the one I thought it would be. Oh, thrillers. Oh. Yeah. Oh, spoiler! What yeah, thriller. Oh, okay. Also, 1983. Oh man, I mean, this <laughs> this uh, you're having a hard time not singing along. Aren't I can't you? help it. It's such a good song. <laughs> I do the de- so. You know, the same album had beat it. Billy Jean, Thriller, like. Yeah. Yeah, that to me. Well, what thriller? What, what album was Thriller off? It of? was Thriller. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first cassette I owned. Oh, nice. I think mine was in 3D. Oh, oh. interesting. Thriller in thriller, 3D. I think, was wow. the last eight track that was uh, com- commercially produced. Prove me wrong. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that's that's you know, Thriller actually just might be one of the best videos of all time. Yeah. I'm glad they had the disclaimer because I was starting to think that Michael Jackson might be a little weird at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Have have you all seen Ghosts? Michael Jackson's Ghosts? Mm, Is this the new one? Oh, I have. It it was apparently, I think it like happened right around when the big scandal happened, so it didn't really get released here. Like Blood on the Dance Floor. Yeah, it was like a UK thing, but I think like Stephen King wrote and. Right, that's he, right. He, I don't know if he direct. I think maybe it was a Stan, collab. It was a Stan collab Winston? for sure. Collabo, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think Stan, oh, Stan Winston was involved. Uh, may have directed a fab collabo. It's yeah. real weird, though. You know, I, I have to say, I feel a little bit dissed because the only Michael Jackson music video that I'm actually in is nowhere in the top twenty. Oh what? no. What Liberian you? Girl. <gasps> You're in this? I'm in Liberian Girl and a bunch of other people that were famous in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, and Michael Jackson was nowhere on the set, of course. There, there's a scene at the end where he's like, he's the cameraman. He's riding the crane. Oh, Michael. Oh. It was you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember that this is, this is the 80s. I remember. Steve Gutenberg walking onto the set like he <laughs> ruled the world, yeah. and he did. <laughs> and he did. Yeah. That, that, that week yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sergeant Carrie Mahoney. Oh man! All right, we're gonna take a break with a song. We're gonna play "Man Man" uh, from the album Six Demon Bag, Black Mission Goggles. Uh, uh, Man Man, very good. If you, you're you're a Zappa fan, right? oh absolutely. This guy's very much inspired by Zappa. So here's Black Mission Goggles. Once it starts playing, 
All right, good. Yep. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Oh, Yay. Fake energy. Oh, Having fun now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Radio edit on that one. Sorry, man, man. Song <laughs> is a bit long. Hey, uh, some bands suffer from what I call Doors Syndrome, which is they take a really good rock and roll song. and This then they is make... the end. <laughs> well, not quite yet. Hold on. No, wait. No. No, wait. Wait. Wait I for it. it was just when a real pretentious frat guy pretended to be Artie, and then a bunch of stupid people thought he was brilliant. <laughs> this is my friend, um, the guy who worked at the record store with, Ron Benway. He, this is what, he was obsessed with him when he was growing up, and then he realized, drunk with a notebook. That's all he was. He was a, <laughs> if any of us would get wasted and go, oh, here we go, poetry time. Yeah. What's on Jello? It's like Bronger. Matt Bronger has the best joke about where it's like uh, Jim Morrison was the irritating guy wasted in the backseat of your of your car on the way home, going, "I need a Burger King Whopper." (laughs) (laughs) Except everyone wanted to fuck him. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, Good, good looking guy. Yeah, nice looking guy. Yeah. Um, Al, so when you I were, didn't, no, I didn't No <laughs> <laughs> I do want to know though Because uh, uh, you're a real rock and roll guy You grew up liking rock and roll Oh yeah um, did you, Oh yeah Oh yeah Did you go to a lot of shows? Because oh, like, you had opportunity to Because you grew up oh, in Linwood I, I, I had a very My parents were very protective They wouldn't let me go out Did they, did they make you read uh, Rock and roll Proceed with caution they, A balanced Christian response book, So I'd know to stay away from rock and the roll Yeah <laughs> And I remember the, the first uh, concert I ever went to was Elton John, I think, playing at, was at the Forum. It was, I think it was like the Inglewood Forum. Oh, wow. And I was like 13 or 14 years old. And, and uh, I had like Elton John posters all over my bedroom. And it was straight, like a big, this is straight Elton John. Straight, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as we knew. Yes. Yeah, Confirmed know? Bachelor. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I, it was a big deal for me. And I, I basically had to run away from home so I could drive my ride my bicycle over to Montgomery Ward <laughs> and buy tickets to the Elton John show. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Where'd you get the money to... Uh, I sold crack. <laughs> <laughs> right. You like the Jackson 5 in that video. Yeah. <laughs> um, you read any of this book? I read that uh, that first page. You know, it really kind of makes a lot of sense. Really? Yeah. No, but this is in the first book of rock and the first page of rock and roll proceed with caution, a balanced Christian response to music and its message. Are you a teenager who hasn't been convicted about enjoying rock music? Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff in there. <laughs> but if that's the right word, you should be. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right word that's supposed to be in there, but there it is, convicted. Maybe convinced? Yeah. I don't has, know. Like I was uh, I read it's... like one of the things when the guy was uh God gave rock and roll. We got that on the soundboard friend. You better believe it. Yeah, he's a uh, Oh, also the guy—it's like a total like Christian dude, and he doesn't thank God. He thanks his some woman, probably his wife. Um, I like music. That's how he starts the book. Just like, that's like, but let's not get crazy yeah, here. Let's, 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 get, music. let's get one oh, thing yeah. straight. I like yeah. music. Look, I like music. All right. <laughs> Uh, I like music. I'm also partial to silence, depending on the circumstances. But mostly I prefer music. When I'm sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) I listen to it from the time I get up until I go to bed. It doesn't seem like you like silence at all. (laughs) (laughs) When I move into a new house, the first thing I do is hook up the stereo. While looking at cars, I always check the radio. I can spend hours in record stores browsing through the miles of bins searching for just the right recording. He also sounds like a cop trying to be cool all the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> what do you kids listen to recordings over yeah, here? Yeah. <laughs> I know many, many of you are just like me. Usually I listen to rock. Other kinds of music are played at our house, though not as often. We play quote-unquote beautiful music during romantic candlelit dinners after our kids are fast asleep. Ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> country, Brag. country and Western makes an occasional appearance when the only rock we can get is is what Sharon, my wife, calls screaming rock. Ted Nugent and the likes. We jump with jazz when we're feeling cool. Leave that down with a wang dang, sweet boom dang. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this book is a lot funnier if you consider that it, if you pretend that it was written like a month ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like thirty. This book's like 30, 30 years old. Right? There was. I was flipping through, and I wish I would have marked it. But he kind of makes a dig at the band Toto. Call it a not real dig at Toto. Saying they're not real rock and roll. Yeah. Oh. Something. It was just it was real passive. The guys. I, a... I played. Africa the other day, like as loud as it could possibly go in in my car. I play That's that. I play that song on repeat mm. more often than most songs. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Patton's got a whole routine about wanting to kill himself after hearing. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a yeah, dude. That's a. It's such a good. Just the way it starts is uh it's like just it's so comforting, but yet adventurous. Yeah. Just that ba da da ba ba da. It's like you want to get your rain stick out and jam along. Yeah, <laughs> the only way you can. I think it's the only song you can really jam with a rain stick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I almost got to turn this thing over. I've plugged, I've plugged it a million times before, but there's a mix called CVS Bangers, <laughs> which is like a bunch of '80s songs like that. And totally you bought it at CVS. No, no, no. At the it's, drugstore. It's a guy just like. Kind of comedian rapper guy DJ Hennessy Youngman. Uh, he just made a mix of all these '80s songs and kind of early '90s songs that are the type of song that you hear late at night at CVS when you're when you're like sick. Well, you gotta go. Like I need to buy Nyquil. I can't find my way around the store, but it's just like that soft rock that you hear. But so on top like of it, it of has jams. on on top of like all those soft music they have like. <laughs> Like <laughs> air horns and like a guy going, "Oh, you didn't see this coming, yeah, <laughs> Obama." Like, just like sound drops and bombs explode. Well, remember Ackerman had that uh, that one mix he put out, the Cuckoo's Greatest Hits, yeah. which was just like a mixy main. But then he kept on putting over it like uh, number twelve. No order number 12. <laughs> it's like a two-hour mix. <laughs> yeah. Half-size chicken number 12. <laughs> I remember seeing someone do karaoke of Africa. I, th- I think it was actually at a tough your one. birthday party yeah. a few years ago, Chris. And really? And I remember when it got to that chorus, it's one of the times where I've noticed the karaoke screen gives you the wrong words. Because oh, it got oh, to that oh. chorus and it said, I guess it rains down in Africa. <laughs> I guess it rains down in Africa. Does it rain in Africa? I've never yes. been, yes. but I'm sure it does somewhere. Been there. I've never let's, been there. Let's, let's, say, let's say it rains. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's say, say it rains <laughs> down in Africa. <laughs> that song gets real hard to sing real fast because yeah. I think I tried it at karaoke once not... And I was like, it's like the Star Spangled Banner of Toto songs. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> because it's, it starts out and you're like, Here's the jump. you're like, okay, yeah, that's in there. Yeah. But then you're like, gotta take. Like, it goes, yeah, they go yeah, so yeah, fucking yeah. high. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it sustains, too. There's a lot of, like, high And then sustains. even goes higher. It's like, ah, bless her. Like, they yeah. go, it goes so freaking high in that so, song. The, 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 you know, <laughs> the, the world is littered with people who started Africa too high. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They just kept on going up, and then they ran out of breath and died. Veins burst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it goes higher than Kilimanjaro. Um, our, our, like we, Chris and I have a, a karaoke jam. What we do together is uh, everybody wants to rule the world. 
That's oh. a good. It's a nice end of the night one. Oh, That's yeah. always the last song. Yeah. The last few years at my birthday, I've had karaoke, and we've had to do the very when they go, okay, you know, we got to close everything. That's I missed it the last time I got too drunk. But. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Probably won't do a karaoke burger there this year. Uh, but uh, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah. <laughs> I can stay here. Well, I guess you can stay here, yeah. but uh, you got to shut all this shit down. Uh, yeah, that's... looks like we <laughs> Just keep on going and start cleaning up. It's such a good song. That's such a good song. Yeah. Too everybody wants to rule the world. Yeah, yeah it's one of my favorite songs. It's tough though. It's uh, it was one of my first songs growing up, and. Um, now rebranded, but, like, but I still always think about Dennis Miller. Yeah, Dennis me Miller too. opening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. Did right. you guys hear the new Dennis Miller stand-up album? No, no. no. Real quick. Okay, <laughs> it's real new Dennis Miller, real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Does he go on some kind of arcane rant? <laughs> Does he say he doesn't want to go off on a rant here? But <laughs> is there a reference to like a? 1960s like housewife novelist that does he say cha cha at any point cha cha um this came out June 13th 2014 it's called America 180 degrees uh oh yep <laughs> trouble um, yeah <laughs> so it's some some kind of opposite vision of America yeah and of course just like any ladies and gentlemen oh Dennis Miller I like the intro music yeah <laughs> Just and, this is, and this is straight up. That's like that's Nugent, right? That's new. Yeah, he's like, riding out on Nugent's shoulders right now. Yeah. <laughs> and Nugent's on a buffalo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the buffalo is painted like an American. eagle. Yeah, it's just an eagle just hanging off the buffalo's dick. And it's like. It's a, they, they, it's a, we keep on bringing it up, but Patton also had that whole thing about like why does like the conservative news have the hard rock music? Right, right, right. Yeah. And, like liberal news is always. We got the today we'll teach you how to make soup out of hugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice to be here tonight in beautiful Orange County, California. That's your first clue. Oh, <laughs> no. He's playing to his what? audience. He also kind of has like. He, has a little bit of a fat voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he just sounds older. Mm. Older or fatter? You be the judge. <laughs> Thank you, Nuge. <laughs> the Golden State currently being led by Governor Jerry Brown. <laughs> just run the first thing. Right off the bat, just booze. Boo government. Yes. Yeah, they're so upset that there's gay marriage. That's, they're so upset. <laughs> Watch them. Jerry Brown's self-proclaimed existentialist who appears to have gone off his father's nickel and onto the public dime. It sounds like he's Whoa! trying to remember what it used to be like to de- be Dennis Miller. Just like, <laughs> yeah. drop the nickel in the dime, burka, dirk, derba, dirk, dirk. Derka, derka. Yeah. Real weird. He's playing to the Wally George crowd. Now that that bums me out. Just hearing him, like, because I mean, the black or white special is like fucking such a great special. Great. My like, dad woke me up at like eleven o'clock at night and said, "Come watch this." When I was a kid, he was so cool. He was so like just smart and cool, and it's just like, yeah, man, he doesn't give a shit. And now it's just like. He, he was like he snapped at 9/11, right? It was like yeah, that was yeah. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah. He was already kind of like... Was he getting there? Had you seen him? He's already kind of getting there. Was that before or after they tried to add him to the NFL? Oh. I, think, I think it was after. Because it was like... I, you know, after the HBO show went off the air, and then it was like, no, I don't think they, no one really knew what to Are do with him. Are you ready for some right-wing philosophy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just don't know, I just don't have anyone what to do with him. It's just like, well, what, what yeah. does he do? Does he, you know, like, if you don't, yeah. if you're not going to keep touring as a comic, I can understand, because that's a, that's a fucking grind. Yeah. You know? But there's not a show on the air, then what do, what do you do? What is, you know, like, and, and I guess... He was a commentator for a while. And yeah, he, yeah. I don't it's know. like Reaganomics, baby. Awesome. It's like listening to Ferris Bueller now tell his kids how cool he was. Yeah! <laughs> oh man, how great would it be to envision what Ferris Bueller is like now? A guy who thought he was that fucking awesome in the eighties. Yeah, like that actually be an awesome sequel. That oh, would be good. It'd be so yeah. good. Where, where he's so fucking uncool. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and his kids just find him so tedious. And, but like, but but you like, as the audience know, like, no, he was really fucking yeah. cool, and his kids don't believe him. Yeah, be really. It's like you know, he's uh, he's like watering the lawn, and then like his kids are walking by, and he starts like singing Sinatra into the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, 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 with my hair left, I'll make a mohawk. <laughs> but now, but now, yellows. Oh yeah. Yeah, plays where he's just mowing the lawn, shuffling along. Yeah, it was two thousand. Why ever get into a fight during shout? <laughs> yeah, because it, in this one he basically takes a day off work. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then just like sits around the house. Well, you know what it is? It's like in the morning he gets into the last argument with his wife, and they, like she's like, "I want a divorce," and she goes, and then like, uh, "Oh yeah, yeah." The boss comes home. Where those TS reports? <laughs> that song. Makes Sometimes you gotta funnier. look at life and go, "Is it worth living?" Sister's crazy successful, married to uh, Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> but twice Charlie Sheen, yeah, Charlie, Sheen. Charlie Sheen. That would be pretty fantastic. That that seek. I would. Uh, that that squeakle. <laughs> How many squeakles have there actually been? I just I need to know. Okay, well, there's the Chipmunks one, uh, and then there. Uh, uh, did they make? Sequel to uh, G Force. Was, was Chip <laughs> Was there a, a squeakle and then Chip Direct, or was it Chip Direct the squeakle? I think Chip Direct was the squeakle. Okay. No, 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 no. no. Chip Direct was no, the third no, one. No, 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 no. It was the squeakle then Chip <laughs> I guess they could both be classified as squeakles. <laughs> but one's a faux squeakle. Why would you play Vangelis? <laughs> Which when can I all kinds of music? To, like like they're about to explain something really boring and long. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. It can works I... really well with cash. <laughs> <laughs> I wish cash was here. I'm sorry, you have credit <laughs> instead. Yeah. <laughs> we actually have an episode to post. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, can I fun fact? My face is technically in the squeakle. <sighs> really? I, I, House. Yeah, there are you is, like Doug there Benson? Is, there, <laughs> there is a, the my my old band, Motion City Soundtrack, has a poster on a wall in that movie. Wow! Oh and so you must be raking in the bucks. <laughs> oh yeah, I got that squeakle money. <laughs> Sweet squeakle cash. <laughs> um, Al, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you know this, uh, but uh, on the I use the uh, the the music site Ardio. Um, what, what is it? Ardio. It's like Spotify. But oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But it's more honest. <laughs> um, I call it Erdio. 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 
Uh, but um, I made a playlist. When I first went on, I, one of the playlists I made was uh, my favorite originals of yours. Oh, wow. Um, and you, because like, I find myself going back to your originals more now as an adult than I do like the, the, the parody songs. I do the same. They, they age a little better. I mean, some of the yeah. Men Without Hats parodies don't quite have <laughs> <that. Yeah. laughs> Although, like, it's like, you know what's, you know what's really weird is the... Um, it's like uh, the song uh, King of Suede, which is a song I kind of like. I was like, oh, yeah, it's like that other song. Like, it's like from when I was a kid, didn't like, but like now I go back and King of Suede for some reason, one of your most powerful parodies. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> the like, deep cut's I, coming back. Yeah, it really, it really is. That's what happens, I think. It was a character it, study. Yeah. Yeah, yes, and he was, he, he was really, he knows everything about this one thing, <laughs> yeah. and he's, he's devoted his life to it. it. Bittersweet. I gotta tell you, do, do you, do you remember when there was Wilson's House of Suede and Leather on Wilshire yeah. Boulevard? Yeah. yeah. I, I literally in what was it 1984 I guess it was I walked around that store for two hours with a notepad no. making notes for King of Suede and they were ready to call the police like this guy is casing the joint yeah. I don't know what he is doing they're gonna come in <laughs> did you just go back to just give him the single and go like, you're welcome yeah, you're welcome yeah <laughs> no um, but um, I think the first the, the first the uh, the first original that like piqued my interest was Frank's 2000 is TV oh which was uh, is that an R.E.M. style parody it is it is it's a style parody or pastiche <laughs> or whatever you want to call it but that's it's it's fucking that's, sound like that's that. a 20 year old question friend <laughs> I'm resolute in the fact that I can fucking fist pump there you go <laughs> yeah because uh, uh, you know that's like a it's, it's, a, it's, it's funny when you do, you, is it the style that you want to take on it's like it's like you know I don't really want to do a parody of any of their songs but like yeah, it's, it's, I mean, that, that's a pretty good one because a lot of my style parodies are sort of like, oh, that's sort of a mix of this song and this song. But with that one, I, I, I'm proud of it because it's really hard to say, well, that's specifically this R.E.M. song or this song, but it has the vibe. It has, yeah. you know, I, I kind of got put all their idiosyncrasies together. Yeah, but if you, if you um, decided to, and I'm going to make a, this is just a crazy guess. Um, if you were to just like be in a band that just made songs without the parodies or without the style parodies or the, any stuff, it's like the music you would make would sound like uh, the song the song you make me. Is that, that close that's sort to? of a Oingo Boingo? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's more of an Oingo yeah, Boingo. I don't, I, I've been doing these pastiches for so long. I don't know if I even have a, my own style anymore. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, I, I mean, some of my favorite uh, uh, bands and uh, I think favorite, favorite musical genres were uh, the kind of grunge and indie and and garage band uh, kind of uh, music that came out in the in the mid nineties. Yeah, I like a lot of the Br- British invasion stuff of the sixties. I like a lot of new wave. So I don't know. You know, I I, I like uh, music that's made. Uh, you know, with guitars and drums, yeah, and it's yeah. not all completely synthesized and auto-tuned and everything that most music is right now. And did you ever? I mean, you must, you know, because uh, you know, I've seen you when I was working at Amoeba. I saw you, and you like you buy a ton of music. You also sell a ton of CDs back. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my wife maybe got get rid of a, a lot of the that's old right, vinyl and right, laser yeah. discs and yeah. all the old technologies. We're making room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that's when that's when I met you, and you don't remember it, which is great because I uh, embarrassed myself. I like I jumped over the counter and I said, "Mr. Yankovic," um, <laughs> and then like I kind of blabbed to you about how I, I put Frank's 2000 Inch TV on a on a mixtape for a girl I liked, and oh. then you're like, "Cool, this is my wife," and, <laughs> I, and I was just like, "Hey." 
Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know, technology has finally caught up with uh, Frank's 2,000-inch TV. I have people always tweet me, hey, they made a 2,300-inch TV at the stadium and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. okay, so I'm sorry I wrote that song. It's, it's gotta, <laughs> I've got to rewrite it all now. And then when I go to, like, you know, Canada or, or out, of, out, of the, out of the country, I have to change it all to metric. So it's just a real drag, you know? <laughs> Did you ever hear Adam and his, Adam and his Package, which was a, a great, like, a very funny musician uh, who was like a punk kid that found like a sequencer and made all the songs off of that. Uh, but he had a whole song called uh, about metrics and how it's like it was a uh, um, like with metrics we can win. I think uh-huh. it was called, but it was a uh, uh, it was it was a great song. I'll, I'll play it later. But it was just uh, it's like I, I love it. It's just this rallying cry for metrics <laughs> and like his whole thing is like um, met- if like um, I weigh 180 pounds, that's 90 kilograms. See, it, metrics can even make you thin. <laughs> That's all. Well, when is metric going to catch on? I mean, ever since I was in grade school, it's like you better learn your metrics. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. practice your slide rule. Yeah, those, those, those you, are both going to come in really handy someday. Do you remember the Emerita sketch from SNL? Yeah. It was a it was a Phil Hartman era sketch uh, where it's like it was like um, the like America goes broke and then they have to drop the border because Canada takes over for us <laughs> and it's called Emerita. Can it happen? And it's <laughs> Phil Hartman playing this like long suffering dad. Where it's like, she's like, I'm going to my friend's house. It's only a kilometer away. He's like, Miles! It's Miles! <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I also have some favorite uh, original uh, Weird Al songs. For, m- m- what, are, what are Rolling Stones top 20? I've got to be The top 100. Um, the, uh, well, first of all, Hardware Store is a triumph. Yeah. Oh, thank That's you. That right. is a That's musical favorite. triumph, yeah, that song. Yeah. Um, the Palindrome song is also just brilliant Bob and then um, but 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 going back into the catalog Nature Trail to Hell was a big one for me but Slime Creatures from Outer Space was a song that when I was old enough to have my own phone line so like when I I don't know when I was like maybe like 15 and my parents got me my own phone line and I had an answering machine and I didn't (laughs) understand the concept yet of don't make your outgoing message too long so I put the entire Slime Creatures from Outer Space (laughs) And then I would just sort of talk like, hey, this is Chris's phone. Slime creature. And, and Leave then, a message in six minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I might be hanging out with slime creatures or matters. And it was like, it played, I think, the entire song. Wow. wow. Uh, but no one ever called me, so it's not. <laughs> yeah. you, you mentioned Nature Trail to Hell. Paul Shearer's got the story about how when he, when he was a kid, his mom was like super religious. And, and she heard backwards masking on Nature Trails of Hell, which there is backwards masking. You play it backwards and it says Satan eats cheese whiz. <laughs> I didn't but, know that! But, I never knew that! It, it is true. But uh, Paul, Paul Shear's mom broke his LP of, of N3D because it had Nature Trails of Hell on it and she didn't want to corrupt her child. Oh, wait, wow. Wait. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I had no idea. I, I'm, I'm sure I'm on a watch list somewhere. <laughs> um... Albuquerque was a song that blew me away with just how fucking like because it was as weird and like crazy and just dark and odd as you got and like Albuquerque was like one of the craziest things I had heard that was like a a song that I just sort of wrote in a fever dream I just like kept writing and writing and writing like this is really stupid I'm gonna write like this long long song and I'm gonna put it at the end of the album because nobody's gonna want to hear it more than once I guarantee you they'll get through it and they'll go phew never have to listen to that again and it wound up being like one of my you know favorite songs among the the hardcore fans yeah it's just it's it's so crazy because it just keeps going like it's one of those things where I love like long jokes and you're just like what the fuck where is this gonna go um everything you know is wrong kind of has a 
one of those like style like just like the way it just keeps on going with insanity. I want to go back to Albuquerque for a second. We did that. In, uh, as no, but I want to go back to that. No, I'm just <laughs> but we did that in, in concert a, a, a tour or two ago. What? I, yeah, we used to be the encore. And what I love doing was at the very end of the song where I like kind of pre- pretend like I forgot where I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of like picking it up, I go back to the beginning of the song. Like ah, I'm just gonna start this over. <laughs> and we start the whole song over. From the <laughs> yeah. And we go into it for like we commit to it. You do like two minutes of it. People are like he's not really gonna do this. <laughs> yes, that's fucking great. <laughs> How much do you um, like? Do you do you because like you have such great fans? Like is there is there times where you are kind of like want to be antagonistic towards them and play with their expectations and kind all of, the time? Of yeah, course. <laughs> of course, it's fun to play with people's heads. It's, it must be so because it's like. But, like, how that's the craziest thing is like the amount of kids I see, like, every time I've been to one of your shows, like, the amount of young people. Uh-huh. And I know I was a fan, but it's like when you realize, like, how dark so many of your songs are, especially the, like, it's like you know, always the prettiest, the most acoustic song, right. always the most fucked up songs, <laughs> right, like, right? Tying right. up people in basements, right? And, right. Know. Yeah, I, I mean, my stuff is like, it's not like, you know, it's not squeaky clean, it's not Disney stuff, it's got a little bit of that dark side to it. Yeah. I mean, it's, I call it family friendly because, you know, it, it, it don't, I don't use profanity and it's, it doesn't, the innuendo isn't that too blatant, but yeah, there's some dark stuff in there. Yeah, there really it gets, is. It gets, gets kind of weird. It's re- like really disturbing a lot of it, and it's. Uh, I think that's probably what I like. I really. I remember there was a there was it might have been an Al TV thing or it might have been one of one of your specials or something. But it was a uh, it was the thing that like sticks in my head every time I see a sumo wrestler or see grapes. I think about like it's um it's like you and it's like it's like you're like grapes and then a sumo wrestler comes in and puts grape a grape in his belly button and then pops it out into the, him and his band members' mouths and then like uh, Al's thing is like I just, they just taste better this way. I don't. <laughs> I found the uh, Nature Trail to Hell backward masking. Oh, okay. oh nice, nice. Can we hear it? Let's yeah. hear it. Like it. Kind of hard to hear, but I guarantee you, it's Satan eats cheese with. Right, and that's that's only one of two songs that I have with bat- backwards masking. I have a song called "I Remember Larry." That's where... another one. Of, that's another great original. Thank you. Yeah. But uh, because I knew people would do this, I made the backwards masking say, "Boy, you must have an awful lot of free time on your hands." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was "I Remember Larry" even on vinyl? Oh yeah. Was it? I think so. No, because that was. Are you sure? I remember Larry. That what album was that? Was that Deep End? No, I should know this. Deep End wasn't on. How do you do the backward masking and bury it? And how do you uh, back? Oh, this is before the digital days. So uh, it it was like a twenty-four track tape. So you that uh, you had to figure like, okay, if I do this, uh, if I flip it over and record it backwards, like track eight becomes track sixteen. You have to do like math. Oh wow! You yeah. had to figure it <laughs> it's out. It's weird. I remember like uh, the the muffs. Like one time I was talking to him a long time ago about. I was like, how does someone do the reverse symbol thing? They're like, it's a pain in the ass. It is. You you, you fl- well in the analog age, you'd literally flip the tape around, yeah. so you're recording it backwards. And the timing of it, where it's like you do it, it's like counterintuitive when you right, do it, right? Because when the the reverse symbol leads up to a point, yeah. Oh, nice. So you have to think about when you do it early on to have it go. It's really really odd. Uh, I remember Larry was on Bad Hair Day. Oh, there you go. Okay, was was. That on vinyl? Uh, yes, it was. I'm pretty sure. Do you still have a copy wait, of it? Let me, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Actually, wait, 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 wait. You know what? I take I take that back. I think I think maybe uh, off the deep end might have been the last 
vinyl, and they stopped making them for a while, and then we picked it up again with Alapalooza. Off the deep ends on vinyl? Maybe I'm wrong on that too. I might be wrong about everything. <laughs> like, no, like okay, no, because I look, I look. <laughs> okay, I have to go back. It could be that the UHF soundtrack might be the last vinyl for a while. The UHF? No, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's another like the, the the song UHF. Also, like a really good song. Is that a style parody of? It's like because that's that really... is not. See, because although I, 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 you know what, uh, it, it's not overtly. Although I was sort of uh, trying to do a song like uh, State of Shock. Oh, okay. Kind yeah, because that, it's a it's, it's a really it's a really good guitar riff. Like it's just like the way it like slides up with the. Uh... <laughs> it's really good. It's a, it's a, it's a fucking, yeah. yeah, it's a good riff. I like that song a lot. It's a uh, and so the fact that you like a lot of kind of the, like the grunge stuff or the alternative or the indie. Did, was there ever a notion to? Like in you know, not that this would ever make money, but like to do some of your favorite, you know, like parodies of your favorite indie songs, or even like just do an album on an indie label, or some of your favorite kind of you know more was ever that without ever a thing that you thought of. Um, I, I didn't have the option because I was on a label, so I couldn't like That's decide true. to yeah, put out an, an, an yeah. indie anything really. Um, and I, I didn't feel like I was being really held back creatively because if I could literally do just about any genre I wanted to and and have fun with it, and you know I of course had to think uh, commercially because I couldn't like release a whole kind of vanity album of just stuff <laughs> that I kind of like to listen yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you know. So what is this? It's a it's a it's a replacement song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you heard the so- original song, you'd think it's really funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a Beck B side. <laughs> But I yeah it's a uh, it's it's something because of you know when I was a when I was a kid I was you know like really into your music but I was also like finding all this underground stuff and all this you know stuff that no one else seemed to know about and you know when you when you find, start finding that stuff you get really excited because it's like it's like I found this thing it's so good yeah. no one else seems to know about it and that's the thing that like a lot of people like throw it's like oh the, the hipster idea of just like oh you like stuff no one likes it's like no it's exciting to look around sure it's a, it's a fun thing about music is that. It's just it's you know it's up to you to like you know take the trail back. I, I like to think that I help people discover new music, like you know Madonna and Michael. <laughs> <Jackson>. <laughs> yeah, you know what though? Like you know, I never i I never knew much about uh, when I was a kid. Like you know, I heard Dare to Be Stupid, and um, you know, as far as Devo was concerned, I knew uh, you know Whip It. But then, like uh, because I liked Dare to Be Stupid so much. I wanted to hear more Devo, mm-hmm. and then you then you hear like you know you know Gates of Steel, and you hear like girl you want you start to hear these other, and you're like oh my god what a great band. Uh, so you're right with that where it's like you know you do end up giving bands a chance because of the stuff you did. I'm an entry point for a lot of people to some more more obscure songs and bands. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know uh, Devo. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but Devo used to be in heavy rotation all the time on MTV because they were one of the few bands in the early '80s that had happened to have music videos. Yeah, wow. and MTV. You know, they started the 24-hour music video channel, and they were like, "Gee, sure, it'd be nice if we had some music videos to play." Yeah, and yeah. anybody that had a music video basically would get played. Yeah, well, Whip It was in heavy rotation yeah. on MTV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's one of our sound drops. <laughs> oh, nice! Yeah, it's. Do you? Uh, do you you're not going to tell. You're not going to charge us money, are you? Uh, <laughs> I have to talk to my manager about that. Uh, <laughs> tell him I love the movie he directed. Do you? Do you write ever? Write things like 
basically just for yourself and just like as they're as all a for me to... but i share them with the world <laughs> <laughs> right but i mean like but original like maybe not you know just like you're just like you know what this is just a hobby you know this it's, is not... it's i have a very uh uh it's an economy of words i i don't uh write any more songs than actually get released on the album <laughs> uh I, I write just enough because every every song that i do i uh i obsess over i don't just like you know write it before i have my coffee in the morning it's uh it's you know uh, for a parody i can also i could spend like weeks at a time just like you know writing ideas down in a notebook and and playing around with words and trying to get the right you know song you know, couplets with uh, rhyming schemes and things like that so yeah um, it's uh, if if it, if it came easier for me, I probably would do that more often. But it's, so you, you don't it's get arduous urge, work. You don't get the urge to write. You know, like I'm just gonna write a, a serious song for me. No, I, I don't. I don't get a lot of enjoyment out of writing. Frankly, I, I, I feel <laughs> yeah. a lot of satisfaction having written something. Yeah. I think a yeah. lot of writers will tell you that. It's that's, like, what, that's what Vince Gilligan said. Yeah, Vince yeah, Gilligan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, same thing. Me and, me and Vince. You know, tears <laughs> <laughs> like, when you're like sitting around the house. So it's like, but I know you got a kid, so you're, you're really busy. But uh-huh. like, uh, like. When you sit in our house, like, do you just do you have a guitar nearby? Do you kind of just like watch TV while playing yeah, guitar? I've got I've got the keyboard. I've got you know the the screen. I, I surf around on the internet, and you know, it's, it's sort of a process. I mean, you know, it you can't just like sit and, and drool and have a faraway gaze in your eyes. And uh, but you know that's that's part of it as well. But yeah. you know, my, my daughter will come around and she'll she'll want to hang out. She'll want to play. And like, no, daddy's writing, even though it looks like I'm staring off into space. <laughs> yeah. Now having having a daughter who's like she's almost a teenager now. She's she's eleven, so she's getting close. Yeah. So like this. Is like is she your your new portal to like pop culture and what's happening with like well, you know, I I you know I I, I don't. I've got the internet. I've got like yeah. I, you know. I, I still keep my finger on the pulse, and I know what, what's happening. But but I'll, I didn't know I'll, about I'll, Iggy I'll, until I heard <laughs> that story. And you know, it's I will, uh, I will ask her like what's big, you know, at, at yeah. school. Like I'll, I'll ask her like you know because the Iggy Iggy didn't really pop. You know, I, I was sort of like watching her go up the charts, and I was like you know. Is she? Is she? Has she made the crossover yet? Is she mainstream yet? So I'd ask my daughter like every week or so, like, "Have you heard of Iggy Azalea?" And yeah. at first it was like, "No," and then like I'd ask her the next week, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I heard nothing but Iggy Azalea." Ooh. So it was like, "Oh, turning point!" Wow. So you're hipper than your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Victory. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's the canary in the coal mine, though. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris and I were talking about the other day about like, um... oh wait, no, we can't talk. We can't talk about that. I was going to say that. No, we weren't. What? I was just denying it so we didn't have to talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't talking about anything. No. Let's stop for a song. Let's <laughs> for a song. Uh, this is a. Uh, it's a, This is the uh, a band called uh, the Manx, who are uh, they are a great band. They describe themselves as folk, accordion, banjo, hardcore, mandolin, punk, Los Angeles. This is their song, American Business Activity, since 1790. Here you go. <laughs> Yeah. 
The Mace, M-A-N-X, American Business Activity since 1790. Uh, so, Al, you got a new album coming out this coming Tuesday. Uh, time flies, really? Just it, wow, the, this coming Tuesday, July the fifteenth, this Tuesday, coming up. Yes, exactly. Yes? Yeah, because wow. yeah. we're, we're doing this live. Hey. <laughs> Uh, this this Tuesday this is coming up Tuesday and this is uh, this is well, I asked you in a book like which number album is this? It's my fourteenth studio album. Fourteenth studio. So album. I've I've had compilations and stuff like that, but this is the fourteenth uh, album of all, all new material, and it's the end of my contract. I uh, have finally fulfilled my contractual obligations. Wait, I thought that already happened. No, well, this with this album, it, it's fulfilled. So I signed in nineteen eighty two. So <gasps> it's taken me thirty two wow. years. That is a long haul. Is that true? It is true. You got How a fourteen d- album deal. Well, it, originally it was a ten album deal, but at the time wow. I signed that contract, I was literally working in a mail room, and I thought, well, that's better than this. <laughs> and, I thought, and I also thought I will never have ten albums. This, this is ridiculous. This is a yeah. joke. But okay, I'll sign it. And then uh, I it got renewed twice and extended, and uh, album number fourteen. And this is the end of the line. That's oh, crazy. fantastic. That's it's a graduation. <laughs> it is. So I, I am. Uh, I'm how old were you when you signed? How, how old was I? I was twenty. 22, 23, something like that. Wow. And then how long did it take for that first album to pick up and where you were making the living? Or did you get a, an advance? Well, I mean, um, I remember I, I quit my day job uh, the week, you know, part, part of my, I worked for a radio syndication company, and part of my job in the mailroom was to pick up the mail from the post office every morning. And I picked up the mail, and uh, Billboard magazine was peeking out of the stack. And I go, oh, let's look at the charts. I'm like, oh, there I am on the Hot 100. I think I'm going to quit today. <laughs> was that for for Ricky? For Ricky, yeah. it was for Ricky. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! But didn't you? Well, you did a TV show appearance, and you did um, uh, another one, rides the bus. Well, uh, you're thinking of the uh, Tomorrow Show with Tom Snyder. Is that what it was on? It I could have been. Yeah, a clip on. Yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. of my favorite performances. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's, it's it's so that was actually one of the things I was I was going to pitch to you uh, for uh, the meltdown. You know, cause, yeah, uh, right, right, right. Yes, because in two weeks, the uh, the Meltdown with Joni Kumail premieres on Comedy Central. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Wait, uh, but, two weeks from July 15th? or two two, From whenever this is. I don't know. Yeah, technically, yeah. because Yeah, two weeks from today because it's okay. a Thursday Ooh. and it's technically on a Thursday. Ooh. Do we know when my episode's ever or does that not determined uh, yet? Yeah, uh, it's not official. We sent in like the, li- the letter okay. we wanted. Okay. Um, I think you're... I'll uh, tell you're, you what, though. Your episode of Drunk History aired last week, July 1st. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. here then. That's the premiere, right? Yes. And then your video. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the space-time continuum. I can't take this. And Chris is on at midnight tonight with an episode that he taped yesterday. <laughs> oh. Al's going to be on at midnight on <laughs> July 22nd. 22nd. Yes. Oh, oh that. I have to change the name to Jal I. <laughs> I don't remember how we got into this. Uh, We're talking about what's uh, stuff that's coming up. The album's coming eight. out Tuesday, yes. so the music video. Uh, oh coming yeah, yeah. Up. Um, but um, yeah, you did a. Oh, that's right. Because of the um, another one rise above. That was one of the things I was going to pitch. It was like you doing 
old school is you on the accordion with uh, Bermuda Schwartz. Right, that was one. And you, on you the, also pitched doing Happy Birthday, which is an obscure... Um, another one of my favorites. But from the first album, obscure kind of Tony O.K. punk rocker. And we were talking about having a whole Lee Ving thing, thing <laughs> where where the whole audience just like starts moshing and just trashes the whole place. That was like one of my... It's, uh, you know... Oh my God, I was your the one wet with dream. The mo- that was the, I was the one with the most ideas. Um, <laughs> and like, it's like, you know, everyone, uh, everyone I pitched was just like... Uh, Here's another, you know, childhood dream fulfilled. It's like, it's like, because like that was the one that like things like with like Happy Birthday. Like when I heard the song, I liked it. But then like when I started getting to punk, I was like, this is a punk song. This is a really good punk song. And I like, you know, we had this like one of the things that like Al and I were going back and forth. And I was like, it's like, you know, it was going to turn out to be someone's birthday in the crowd. And then it was just going to like, and then the. I, we didn't know really how we were going to... No, like, I didn't know how you were going to get into it. Yeah, but it's, it's like all of a sudden it just turns into a punk show. Yeah. And we kept on equating it to when Fear was on SNL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know they had all the guys, all the DC up. punks, like Minor Threat guys all come up from uh, DC and like you know, and like just like smashing jack o It would have been incredible. That should have been on the last performance of the last show of the series. And then <laughs> like, the meltdown is just like in, in shambles after that. You know what? That's actually like if we do get a second season, is that something that you would want to do? <laughs> well, of course. Sure. Right, are you, are you, you're not, we're not allowed to Sea say what I actually planted. wound up doing, right? No, no. I think we can. I think I've mentioned it before. Oh, did, have you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think you did on Doug Loves Movies that I listened to today. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Today? No, no, real today or, or? A couple weeks ago. Yeah, a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. never know. How many weeks from now was today? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, uh, you ended up doing um, a uh, uh, Dare to be Stupid uh, with a, a string quartet. A four-piece string quartet, yeah. Yes, yes. Was uh, which was so much fun. That was such a fun it was great. Day. It was yeah, great. It was so and it awesome. was uh great. it sounds amazing yeah. and it's uh you know, just even when we were doing the audio mixing, just uh Was that on that episode or was I was I we taped you, the same night. That was the same night. I don't think that was your episode. There is a really funny thing that happens though, uh where it's uh you go on and Chris is like hanging out in the uh green room and then like you start to play and then like Chris can hear the strings and it cuts it cuts back to Chris going like, Oh, Al's about to play with the string quartet and he uh he like walks out, and then Marin looks at like everyone else in the room. Is like, so it's not an act. The guy's really a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and then calls Justin Wilman magic guy a few more times. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Marin, Marin, Marin was in Turbo Marin mode. Yeah, that night. he was. It's like he cartooned it up for the. And it's perfect. It, like it yeah. goes perfectly <laughs> well. Right. Yeah. There's like yeah. There's a shot of you and John Hodgman and Tyler the creator. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And then there's uh there's like I I told him like I like I. There's there is a shot of like like Chris singing along to the song and there's like me singing along to the song. Oh, cool. Like we cut away to that happening and I was I was like uh, there was a moment I was like don't don't do that. Like it's like <laughs> uh, like it's just like cuz at the same time it's like there's going to be a shot of me singing along to the song of on the show I host of you know like a guy I really have uh, enjoyed for a long time and then at the end of the episode it's going to say executive producer Jonah Ray. I was like oh that seems a bit like it's like oh get a shot of me crying. Get a shot of me crying <laughs> during the fireworks. It's going to look really good. Yeah, you need to do it again. You need to do it again. Oh. Yeah, but um but yeah, so that's that's something to like uh for uh you know fans of yours to look forward to cuz it's just I I really I've always liked that. I've always liked versions of songs that are mm-hmm. you know when yeah. you um 
Ruby's. <laughs> Ruby is Sorry. digging in the carpet. Yeah, uh, like when so you good. you did the the Tiny Desk series on NPR. Oh, that was band. fun too. Yeah, yeah, you did a you know like all the acoustic songs. Right, right. It was, just, it was really pretty and really awesome. I love to see you doing that stuff and like kind of because you always seem like it's like you like you're kind of an arena rock act. You know, like you do these big shows. Well, I've, I've kind of joked about it, but yeah, I mean, at some point it would would be kind of fun to like go out and do an unplugged tour, like just bring it all down. Because well, yeah. I we did. I did Fun 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 Fest with you in Austin, uh-huh. where That's they right, did yeah, that. Yeah. They did a comedy night, and it was in um, it was in Waterloo Park. And, and Slayer was on that same festival. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, I, awesome. The night that we were on, like Apples and Stereo played, mm-hmm. and then I did I did stand up, and Todd Berry did stand up, and I can't remember who else. But then you headlined the night, and uh, and you did your like the full show, like costume right, changes right. and everything, and. Uh, and then the my is one of my favorite things in my life is that you did you did Yoda uh and you're all dressed like Jedi and then you're going back and forth with the audience and you're like okay and you go okay now just Chris Hardwick and then I come out and right. I go Yoda <laughs> but it was so fun mm-hmm. to watch uh a like a couple thousand normally I would imagine jaded hipsters singing along with everything like the show yeah. was it was such a magical. It was such a great show. Oh, thank just, you, man. The weather was perfect. It was just like everything about it was such so much fun. Yeah, I'm a yeah. I, I was I was bummed because I remember seeing that lineup and be like, that's like one of the best. It was the most diverse and best line. fun 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 fest, which I'm doing this year. Uh, but it's it's, it's like the, as far as festivals goes, like you know, there's festivals everywhere now. But like as far as like, the diverse lineups that you can get, where it's like. Uh, this year, you know, there's like a like you know, there's like a rapper I really want to see, and I think Body Count is also playing. Like, there's all these like different like it's like Body Count a metal band, and then there's this right, rapper right. playing, and then there's is you it know. Ice T? Is that the rapper you? No, want? no, it's not the that's rapper. Not that I know big the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it's a uh, but you have the new album coming out, and it's uh, you're doing seven videos in seven days. Uh, actually, eight, but who's counting? Whoa! <laughs> clearly, you are eight videos in seven days or eight videos. Eight videos in eight, in eight days. days. We want to keep okay. it symmetrical. Where's the first <laughs> video being released now? Uh, well, the first one I'm going to guess it's going to be probably uh, this this, this Monday, <laughs> July 14th. We're going to do the first one then. And, Bastille and... Day. Yeah, I, well, yeah. <laughs> well, shut up and let him tell where the video is going to be released, Dale. <laughs> well, I, I'm totally thrown off now with Bastille Day. No, like, the Bastille. <laughs> I just got run over. No. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wish I could tell you more about it, but we like to keep it sort of under wraps. But every yeah. every day uh, on various different portals, uh, I will you know I will publicize it through weirdall.com and on on my social media of Twitter and Facebook and what all. You put it on the Sony. Put it on yeah. yeah. So many. <laughs> but it'll 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 be out there. Wait, so every what? every single day, a new social world media. premiere. Oh, okay. Social media. Sony. Got it. Um, are you? Yeah. Do you? Uh, it's uh, this this new album. Uh, it's uh, are you really excited about it? You nah. you recorded. You, should, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on vinyl. It was recorded. How about this? Here, here. I'm going to get the kids crazy for it. It's going to be on vinyl, and it was recorded in Echo Park, California. It was. Oh. This is true. The vinyl doesn't come out for three more weeks, though. Just FYI. Oh wait, wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah. August August fifth for the vinyl. You didn't want to say that. Well, you you brought it up. I'm just going to say it's on vinyl, and people could wait. Right? Okay. It wasn't a... They'll go to the store and go. Where is it? <laughs> Man, you got no vinyl records in this damn goodie. <laughs> well, what kind of records you got? <laughs> Criminal. Criminal records at the Sam Goody. Uh, well, um, is there anything else you guys, either of you want to plug or uh, 
or talk about or the um, Nerdist podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I don't know if you've heard of this thing. Uh, let's just say the Venn diagram is uh, <laughs> we belong in that that circle. Nurse podcast. Nurse podcast. Um, but uh, thank you both so much for coming to the uh, to the show. We've had a really good time. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you want to support the show, go to bluecollardistro.com and uh, buy some Jonah Radio t-shirts or stickers and buttons. Or stickers and buttons. Signed by Dana Lechtenberg. Uh, if you liked any of the bands you heard on the show, feel free to go and check them out. There will be links at nerdist.com. You can find out where the bands are playing. You can find out where you can buy their stuff. Chris, I am uh, doing a service here for the people that support you. J. Brent Brill wrote to you. A balanced Christian response to that music. Anyway, uh, Chris Hardwick, Al Yankovic, Neil Mahoney, my brother, Tony Thaxon, thank you so much. Thank you. For being yeah, thanks, here. Uh, my brother really was a conversation hog this entire Well, he should see me on Sunday. I was killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was when no great. one else is around, he is quite yeah. the jabber jab. Yeah. When I am uh, paralyzed on the floor with a pork sandwich in my belly the size yeah, of a cattle. Yeah, we should have done that. He had like a media note sandwich. Did you see all the notes I was taking? I did. Anyway, uh, we apologize for the first episode. Uh, so please for that uh, first episode. support the show. Follow us at Jonah Radio. If you have, uh, if you're in a band and you want us to play your song, submit it to JonahRadio at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. What we're going to do is we're going to end the show with Al's favorite original song. Oh, good. What is it? You tell me, friend. <laughs> I, hope, I, I wasn't overstepping my bounds by calling you friend. <laughs> oh, boy. Gee. Uh, oh, oh, man. man. Uh, How much time do you have left in your show? Did you want to play Albuquerque? Yeah. All right. We're going to play Albuquerque off the Running With Scissors album. It blew my mind. And it will for you, too. And it's low fidelity. And it's pre-Breaking Bad, also. Just oh, saying. because oh, because yeah. have you have you seen the, the the cut the fan did of that Albuquerque with all Breaking Bad clips? No yeah. way! You have to oh watch. Oh my it. god! We're gonna have to link to that. You have to watch we'll that. Watch that. All right. Um, awesome. So this is Albuquerque by Weird Al Yankovic off the Running with Scissors album. Thank you so much for listening. bitty boy living in a box under the stairs in the corner of the basement of the house half a block down the street from jerry's bait shop you know the place well anyway back then life was going swell and everything was just peachy except of course for the undeniable fact that every single morning my mother would make me a big old bowl of sauerkraut for breakfast I said to my mom, I said, hey, mom, what's up with all the sauerkraut? And my dear sweet mother, she just looked at me like a cow looks at an oncoming train. And she leaned right down next to me. And she said, it's good for you! And then she told me to roll like a bottle in my mouth and force me nothing but sauerkraut until I was 26 and a half years old. That's when I swore that someday, someday I would get out of that basement and travel to a magical faraway place where the sun is always shining and the air smells like warm root beer and the towels are oh so fluffy. Where the shriners and the lepers play their ukuleles all day long and anyone on the street will gladly shave your back for a nickel. Waka waka doo doo, yeah. Well, let me tell you people, it wasn't long at all before my dream 
came true because the very next day a local radio station had this contest to see who could correctly guess the number of molecules in Leonard Nimoy's butt. I was off by three, but I still won the grand prize. That's right, a first class one way ticket to Albuquerque. And I gotta tell you, it was really great. Except that I had to sit between two large Albanian women with excruciatingly severe body odor, and the little kid in back of me kept throwing up the whole time. The flight attendants ran out of Dr. Pepper and salted peanuts, and the in-flight movie was Biodome with Polly Shore. And oh yeah, three of the airplane engines burned out. We went through a tailspin and crashed into a hillside, and the plane exploded in a giant fireball, and everybody died. Except for me. You know why? and only one nostril. Oh, man, I hate it when I'm right. So anyway, he burst into my room and he grabbed my lucky snorkel and I'm like, hey, you can't have that. That snorkel's been just like a snorkel to me. And he's like, tough. And I'm like, give it. And he's like, make me. And I'm like, okay. So I grabbed his leg and he grabbed my esophagus and I bit off his ear and he chewed off my eyebrows and I took out his appendix and he gave me a colonic irrigation. Yes, indeed, you better believe it. And somewhere in the middle of it all, seconds later, I heard a familiar voice. And you know what it said? I'll tell you what it said. It said, if you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. a solemn vow right then and there that I would not rest. I would not sleep for an instant until the one nostril man was brought to justice. But first I decided to buy some donuts. So I got in my car and I drove over to the donut shop and I walked on up to the guy behind the counter and he says, yeah, what do you want? I said, you got any glazed donuts? He said, no, we're out of glazed donuts. I said, well, you got any jelly donuts? He said, no, we're out of jelly donuts. Said, you got any Bavarian cream-filled donuts? He said, no, we're out of Bavarian. 
and cream filled donuts. I said, you got any cinnamon rolls? He said, no, we're out of cinnamon rolls. I said, you got an apple fritters? He said, no, we're out of apple fritters. I said, you got any bear claws? He said, wait a minute, I'll go check. What do you have? He says, all I got right now is this box of one dozen starving crazed weasels. I said, okay, I'll take that. So he hands me the box and I open up the lid and the weasels jump out and they immediately latch onto my face and start biting me all over. <laughs> oh man, they were just going nuts. They were tearing me apart. You know, I think it was just about that time that a little ditty started going through my head. I believe it went a little something like this. I ran out into the street with these flesh-eating weasels all over my face, waving my arms all around and just running, running, running like a constipated wiener dog. And as luck would have it, that's exactly when I ran into the girl of my dreams. Her name was Zelda. She was a calligraphy enthusiast with a slight overbite and hair the color of strained peaches. I'll never forget the very first thing she said to me. She said, hey, you got weasels on your face. That's when I knew it was true love. We were inseparable after that. Oh, we ate together, we bathed together, we even shared the same piece of mint-flavored dental floss. The world was our burrito. So we got married and we bought us a house and had two beautiful children, Nathaniel and Superfly. Oh, we were so very, very, very happy. Oh, yeah. But then one fateful night, Zelda said to me, she said, Sweetie Pumpkin, do you want to join the Columbia Record Club? I said, whoa, hold on now, baby. I'm just not ready for that kind of a commitment. So we broke up and I never saw her again, but that's just the way things go. In Albuquerque. looking up for me because about a week later I finally achieved my lifelong dream. That's right, I got me a part-time job at the Sizzler. I even made employee of the month after I put out that grease fire with my face. Oh yeah, everybody was pretty jealous of me after that. I was getting a lot of attitude. Okay, like one time I was out in the parking lot trying to remove my excess earwax with a golf pencil when I see this guy Marty trying to carry a big old sofa up the stairs all by himself. So I, I see him, I say, hey, you want me to help you with that? And Marty, he just rolls his eyes and goes, No, I want you to cut off my arms and legs with a chainsaw. So he did. And then he gets all indignant on me. He's like, Hey, man, I was just being sarcastic. Well, that's just great. How was I supposed to know that? I'm not a mind reader for crying out loud. Besides, now he's got a really cute nickname, Torso Boy. So what's he complaining about? Say, that reminds me of another amusing anecdote. This guy comes up to me on the street and he tells me he hasn't had a bite in three days. Well, I knew what he meant, but just to be funny, I took a big bite out of his jugular vein. And he's yelling and screaming and bleeding all over. And I'm like, hey, come on, don't you get it? But he just keeps rolling around on the sidewalk, bleeding and screaming. Ah! 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 And I'm completely missing. 
imagine the irony of the whole situation. <laughs> Man, some people just can't take a joke, you know? Anyway. I don't actually, I Where was I? I kind of lost my train of thought. Well, okay, anyway, I, I know it's kind of a roundabout way of saying it, but I guess the whole point I'm trying to make here is I hate sauerkraut! That's all I'm really trying to say. And by the way, if one day you happen to wake up and find yourself in an existential quandary full of loathing and self-doubt and racked with the pain and isolation of your pitiful, meaningless existence, at least you can take a small bit of comfort in knowing that somewhere out there in this crazy old mixed-up universe of ours... There's still a little place Albuquerque. Dot com.